So Britt, what have you been up to this week? Anything fun? Anything interesting? Well, you know, I'm glad you brought it up because uh, I did want to ask you, and I don't, I don't like doing this, mm. but um, I, I need to know if I can borrow six hundred thousand dollars <laughs> from you. The the head of the the Duck Church that I've joined, uh-huh. uh, Elron Mallard, um, mm-hmm. as previously mentioned on the the podcast, sure. he really got into a bit of a situation. You know, he was paying off some. Uh, school officials to get his kids into school and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Uh, something about uh, his aunt Becky being part of a, a thing, and he was really just needing some money to pay for legal fees. And he said minimum six hundred thou. So if you could mm-hmm. just uh, cash that cash app that over to me, uh, that would be great. Uh, of course, my uh, my tag is uh, dollar sign. Uh, Brent is part of Duck Church. Uh, forever and ever. <laughs> dot gov. <laughs> they, they, they let me put a, a web address. That's cool. There. It's uh, yeah. and it's short too, so it's easy to remember. Yeah, absolutely. It just rolls right off the mm-hmm. tongue. Absolutely. And speaking of tongues, uh, we've been speaking in tongues at the the Duck Church. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it helps us to get through this difficult time. Uh, you know, with the the head of the religion being caught up in this controversy sure. and. Uh, it's, uh, it's, it's something that's new to me. I mean, speaking in tongues, I've heard of mm-hmm. uh, on regular, uh, what do you call it, uh, human church. Sure. Uh, I'm not exactly sure what religion, but doing it in duck tongue, it's, it's very difficult. Like, I, I have a human tongue, mm-hmm. got all these ducks around me, but it doesn't make the proper sounds that I need. So mm. uh, I've, I'm actually being fitted later this week for a duck tongue prosthetic, and uh, hmm. I'm really interested to see how it goes uh they said they're really just gonna fill my mouth up with uh this like mold putty okay and uh i i have some concerns about uh what do you call that asphyxiating sure uh to to death to death um and uh they said not to worry about it and i said oh because i'll be able to breathe through my nose and they were like uh they kind of just shrugged at each other and they were like uh yeah sure something like that uh i have an honest question um Mm -hmm. When you were mentioning this, I was like, do ducks have tongues? I don't think I've ever seen a duck tongue. Um, You've never seen two ducks make out before? uh, Nope. (laughs) Okay, well, I'm going to have to send you some video from the dark web uh, to to look at. Not church video, yeah. No, this is like, this is after hours. Like, look, we're recording on Sunday. I've already asked for forgiveness. Like, I'm good, you know? (laughs) I just got to make it Sunday to Sunday. <laughs> or actually, uh, wait, Saturday. Saturday is uh, when uh, when we ask for forgiveness because ducks naturally go to uh, naturally go to church <laughs> on Saturdays, uh, and Sundays is, is where everything uh, restarts. So I misspoke earlier mm-hmm. uh, and did not, in fact, break uh, continuity from uh, absolutely you know, not. previous episodes of the podcast. No, 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 because no. people are really following that. People are really tuning in for the Duck Church updates, and I appreciate them sticking with us uh, mm-hmm. through this difficult time uh, with the head of our church. Again, L. Ron Mallard going through some crazy shit uh, with this uh, college scandal. Yep. Um, I imagine it will drop in the news here pretty soon, but, hmm. you know, I guess we'll see. I guess we'll see what happens. Um, well, I, 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 you've been on Duck Twitter lately, right? Mm-hmm. yeah so like it hasn't really it's called it's called flutter but yeah exactly it's yeah. it started on like regular twitter like some some things about it and then like kind of moved over to duck twitter it was kind of like later on because you know duck twitter has a lot else to talk about you know and duck life oh oh so the 
So the the pub the the human public already knows about they the know. Fight. Yeah. Oh. Uh oh. <laughs> That's uh. I was really hoping to be able to uh, spin this uh, in uh, in the Duck Church's favor, but um, I wasn't part of it, mm-hmm. uh, and I had you don't even to have do kids. I, 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 I don't no, no. Mm-hmm. I have no no children, human or duckling. No. Uh, so please leave me out of it. Uh, but I can be reached for interview at uh, Brent at uh, LTASPod dot interview for controversy sake dot org that's a real uh real address you can uh you can uh-huh. reach brent at he didn't just make mm-hmm. it up uh and set up there we go all right <laughs> my body and my email is ready well uh i feel for you guys going through this trying time it obviously wasn't your fault it was the devil the duck mm-hmm. devil um mm-hmm. who led uh your pastor down that path and um mm-hmm. nothing is his fault obviously he's a very good duck so um right. I'll, i don't have six hundred thousand dollars i have seven hundred thousand dollars so okay. i'll just go ahead and send the excess and you guys can like do whatever you need in the duck world with it you know oh good yeah Does that sound cool good yeah because uh there's gonna be some shit that comes out on that Mueller report that's drastically <laughs> going to affect the duck church so yeah any extra you're able to send that'd be great uh, you know, I've been seeing images of Trump at uh, Mar-a-Lago this weekend, and uh, there were some ducks there. And I'm pretty sure, you know, like people sell access, like the Chinese have been selling access apparently to uh, to Trump. And I think that might have been Elrod Mallard. He's he's also there, but he doesn't get to go to like the pavilions and stuff. He's like in the lake, around, you know, in the golf course and stuff. Um, so he's kind of embroiled in that, but like not really. You know, like he's he's just friends with that group it's fine it's not like he's involved yeah, in real like bad things it's just friends i mean it's a long-standing membership that started in uh on uh, january 20th of uh 2017 sure. and um i mean to imply that there is a network of tunnels throughout the mar-a-lago like uh properties mm-hmm. like all of them to where people can come in and out and have the current president's ear and just pay him to do whatever that's insane. Yeah. Like, why would you even bring that up? <laughs> it's not happening, okay? Yeah. Like, come on, guys. What? Do, I mean, no. Of course not. Like, why would Elrond Mallard even need to pay the current president of the United States money for his benefit? Mm-hmm. Like, sure, the religion didn't take off until the current president took office, right? Mm-hmm. Sure, you know, the, the information that's passed around the church is based on things that they've conspired to, you know, put out there and propagate. I mean, is there collusion there? Yeah. Okay. Sure. There's, there's massive amounts of collusion. <laughs> like is Russia part of the duck church? Okay. Yeah, maybe, mm-hmm. but only in that it's corrupt. I mean, <laughs> that's really, <laughs> that's really the only thing. That's the only thing. That, I mean, like, it's like barely i don't even why i don't i don't know why mm-hmm. the media focuses on it so much yeah so yeah just follow duck church on flutter uh <laughs> and we will tell you the <laughs> truth and uh you know what uh as the good lord once said quack quack uh i think that's go ducks <laughs> and with that 
I think we are doing it. I'm Steven. Oh, okay. I'm Oh, are we recording? I'm Brent. Uh, I forgot. I forgot there for a second. Sorry, my. Uh, uh, oh, shit. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. That was just for us. We were just trying to warm up. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, warm up. <clears throat> uh, nonsense. Okay, I got all the nonsense out of the way. Mm. Okay. Now we're ready. Uh, yeah, so uh, welcome to Let's Talk About Stuff. And uh, that's some stuff we talked about. And you're yep. welcome to uh, join the, the church uh, the Duck Church, Church of the Mallard, uh, on the hill. Mm-hmm. Uh, s- sweet lady with tears in her eyes. It's a long name. Um, uh-huh. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so today we are going to talk about some, uh, we're going to do like a pop culture catch up. We're just going to talk about some random shit. We've been watching, reading, seeing, doing, walking, something. Uh, walking. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right. Yes, yes, uh, we are going to do that. We had um, some, uh, at the end of last episode, we had intended to uh, do one thing, but uh, you know what? We had to zig yep. instead of zagging, or I guess zag instead of zig, because because it's mm-hmm. it's called zigzag, right? Yeah. So you gotta go the second. zig would yeah. be the original plan, mm-hmm. so yeah, yeah. I'm glad we talked through this. <laughs> I'm glad we've really put it out there, and by we, I mean me, and I've really ground the show to a halt. <laughs> Our listeners were going to be confused. They'd be like, wait, but they start with a zig. So why would they zig again? That doesn't make any sense. And I clarified yeah. that we zagged. And now we're here. And we're talking about this. And that's good. Here we go. Five more <laughs> minutes. <laughs> oh, my God. It's, a, it's off to a great start. This is a good one so yep. far. I dig it. Yeah. Sometimes you just got to get a little loose, get a little crazy with it. Uh, did you say get a little goose? Because yeah. there's one thing we don't stand for. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I didn't mean to. I won't to. have it. I, yeah. Man, I got all hot. My uh, my feathers Yeah. Oh. You know, started uh, flocking up a little bit. Uh, so, uh, you want to talk? You want to start it off with a little soda chat? Yes, we haven't done soda chat in quite some time. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know if you've uh, seen these uh, television infomercials that are about 30 seconds or so mm. uh, that advertise a product, but... Uh, Evidently, this uh, this upstart company called Coca Cola mm-hmm. has re- has released a new soda, and by a new soda, I mean it's Coca Cola with new flavoring. Oh, okay. Uh, essentially, mm-hmm. so I've uh, I recently come into uh, sorry, I had to look around, mm-hmm. uh, make sure no one was listening. Um, I recently had to uh, or have acquired a Coca Cola orange vanilla oh orange vanilla i didn't say banana uh so um on uh on this label here um it's it's basically just the coca-cola label with a weird like uh like red dome the Mm. coca-cola oh yeah Mm -hmm. uh logo has a red dome on it i i really kind of don't understand the the marketing thing there but uh otherwise the the soda itself is just delightful it really is um it kind of tastes like uh, somebody dumped some uh, flavoring from orange sherbet into mm. uh, into um, Coke, mm-hmm. and uh, it's very refreshing. I like it. Also, is it sherbet or uh, sherbet? You know, um, I grew up with with calling it sherbet, and then it was like there's no R, there's no second R. It's like sherbet, but sherbet sounds so fucking weird in my mouth. Mm-hmm. I can't I can't stand it. So yeah, sorbet. 
<laughs> but uh, yeah, you know what? Uh, get out there, try yourself a um, Coca-Cola orange vanilla if you like those flavors. Mm-hmm. If you don't like orange or vanilla, uh, yeah, you know, probably wouldn't like obviously it. it's not going to be your cuppa. <laughs> cup of Coke? But, um, I, I do have one. Go ahead. Oh, I, I was saying it wouldn't be your cup of Coke. Hmm. Instead of a cup of tea. I don't get the reference. <laughs> uh, but last night we did go to Taco Bueno, which is a regional um, Mexican food place. It's like a, the equivalent of a Taco Bell, I suppose. Not uh, not high-end food. Yeah. Not a uh, uh, fast, casual uh, dining no. experience. It's just a uh, more of a, a chain restaurant here in uh, Oklahoma. Uh, do you guys have those in Texas? You know, I think we have them up near Dallas. Uh, there's some. But okay. uh, it's one thing Amanda misses a whole lot, my wife, because uh, she's a bueno head, as they say. And uh, right. I would say, I agree with you, it's not an upscale restaurant, but it is, it w- I would say it is an upscale Taco Bell. Uh, you wouldn't? Well, you, you love Taco Bell in a while, maybe. Do what? <laughs> I said you haven't been to one in a while. <laughs> they've uh, they've really kind of uh, gone downhill on, uh, on certain aspects of it. But the, the reason I bring that up is because when we were there ordering our food last night, and it's like we rarely eat out uh, on like like fast food, but you know it's uh, Saturday night is our uh, our night to splurge. Mm-hmm. We've already uh, asked for forgiveness from uh, sure uh, you know uh, the the head of the the Duck Church, Duck Pope. And uh, so we're out there, you know, filling our guts with uh, bad food. And um, as we were at the restaurant uh, waiting to uh, get our food, my wife noticed uh, a, a sign that said, Rejoice, Coca-Cola is back due to popular demand. And oh. I was like, oh, wow, that's, that's strange. So I asked the guy when he brought our, our food out, um, I said, so were you guys like Pepsi before this? And he's like, yeah, we used to be Pepsi, but people asked for Coke. Mm. So we brought it back, which is something that, you don't really hear about yeah. because a lot of companies like uh, Taco Bell, KFC, those are owned by Pepsi. Then you've got, um, you know, McDonald's that's like a Coca-Cola company. Mm-hmm. So they can't really switch back and forth. But I guess because this is a smaller company, they have the option to switch back and forth if they want to. I mean, obviously, you know, RC Cola is the yeah. big get for them, sure. but they're just not not there yet. But uh, yeah, I thought that was interesting that they could switch. Yeah their their sodas back and forth they said the only one they kept from pepsi was dr pepper mm-hmm. but uh yeah uh yeah it's like one of those things is people don't really do but uh whenever places have pepsi like i i hate whenever you go somewhere and you're like yeah i want a coke and they're like pepsi okay and it's like no no it's not that is not the same thing <laughs> um if you if you can mix those two together and meet me an rc that's cool uh yeah. i'd be okay with mm-hmm. that but uh overall like you know i'm a coke guy so <laughs> Definitely like that. Wouldn't wouldn't that be like a strange thing where they're like, uh, we don't have Coke. <laughs> so what you would like me to do, let me just clarify, <laughs> what you would like me to do is to somehow track down a Coke mm-hmm. and then mix it equal parts with the Pepsi that we have on hand to make you an RC Cola? Yes. Is that okay? <laughs> well, I'll see what I can do. Also, go fuck yourself. I quit. This job sucks. You know, when I worked in restaurants, uh, uh, one time we were next door to a Whataburger and um, we had, we were an Italian restaurant, but we had burgers on our menu and these two ladies came in and they asked for burgers. It was like a busy Friday night and mm-hmm. we didn't have any mayonnaise on hand because we were a fucking Italian restaurant and we only had it for yeah. burgers sometimes that people ordered at lunch or whatever and they were insistent on it. So I paid one of our, our bus boys to go next door to Whataburger 
and be like, can I have some mayonnaise, please? <laughs> and he, he came back with little packets, and we squirted it into, like, different packets so we could hand it to them and be like, we made this. Here you go. Please leave. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> That's why I hated that job. It was yeah. awful. Um, I, I mean, it sounds like a blast. Oh, yeah. Definitely great. Um, so back to this Coke. Uh, what did you get? Orange vanilla? Uh, Coca-Cola orange vanilla. Um, so I, I've been seeing that they've been advertising these and I heard about it uh, a little bit somewhere online because they were saying that like, uh, kind of our generation millennials are, are killing the soda industry as well because, uh, we don't want to drink sugary things all the time, I guess. So they're trying to like branch out and, uh, it's like why they like have a lot more like water companies and different things, but they're trying to bring these flavors into it to get people to like back to Coke. And I'm not a flavor person with those. Uh, my mom has always been a flavor of adding vanilla to Coke or Pepsi. She's always loved that. Like at Quick Trip, sometimes they have like you can add it on their machines and everything. Uh, sure. But I've never been a fan of that. So I was, I'm curious. It seems like you you would be. I could see that. Uh, but I was more curious like those those nice new Coke machines at, at restaurants. Uh, not restaurants, but at fast food places, whatever, where you can like choose all the different options. Do you get like flavored stuff there? Do you like mix and match your different things? Oh, Stephen. Oh, Brent. Dear Stephen. <laughs> that I have uh, a Pandora's box. <laughs> I, I am a soda adventurer. Mm. Like, I, like, if you give me the option to go nuts with flavoring, guess what? I'm going to go nuts with flavoring. <laughs> There's no holding me back. You can't cage this animal. Oh, so, man. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll mix and match just like odd flavors in there just to like mm-hmm. see what it is. Uh, and uh, even if, if it's bad, you know? I've I've done it. Yeah. I know what I'm getting myself into. I'm a big boy. So Good. I will drink it all. Yeah, you don't want to waste. And the next time, the next time, I know. You know, mm-hmm. I go I go in armed next time with that knowledge and can say, you know what? Blueberry and horse feet, <laughs> they don't mix well together. Man. You know? They have a lot of options now. Oh yeah. Oh, dude, you don't even know. And it like horse feet mm-hmm. different than horseshoes. Like oh. totally different flavoring okay. elements. Yeah. It's Oklahoma. That's what we've got out here. Uh, blueberry, <laughs> horse feet, horseshoes, uh, cow dung, oh, and sexy. Uh, balsa wood. Uh, oh. Those are the big flavors out here. Yeah. And hay. But I mean, like, hay is like naturally ground up in most mm-hmm. sodas anyway. Sure. So, I mean, it's just like, do you want hay on hay? Yeah. yeah. You can do it. But I hear, uh, uh, yeah, like balsa wood, Dr. Pepper is like really big there. Oh, dude, it's massive. Mm-hmm. It's ma- now, the, the, there's some controversy around it because some people like to do whippets and then drink that. Oh, shit. Uh, just because, you know, those, those balsa wood cars that you would plug the CO2 cartridges in. Yeah. They, oh, gosh. Yeah. It's like a nostalgia yeah. thing almost. It is. Yeah. It's, called, uh, it's called rolling down the mini track is the slang <laughs> term for it. Yeah. I mean, like. I want to do that now. That sounds so, so cool. So many 14-year-olds have died from doing that. Yeah. Yeah. It took a turn. But, I mean, yeah. But should I try it? They they die temporarily, and then they're they're brought back to life. Okay. Like, even still. No big deal with it. But, yeah, you you should definitely give it a shot. I mean, you're you're double the rage. Yeah, so I'm fine. So... I think you'll be you'll be all right. Yeah, I think that sounds good. Um, I think I can handle it. You know, it's like you said. Like, if I put myself in that situation, it's what I did for myself. You know, so mm-hmm. I think I can handle it. I'd be okay. Um, and it sounds delicious and and fun. Well, you live in Texas. You'd be TX. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> 
did we we're on 87 episodes i think that might be the worst joke <laughs> you said you'd be okay and <laughs> i said that's my state you would be tx oh my god oh that was great and that ladies and gentlemen is the sound of the most number of subscribers we've ever had unsubscribe plummeting just (laughs) somehow we're in the negatives we're gonna get yanked from big podcast man yeah yeah damn all right well um I'm glad you're enjoying that soda. Um, I, yeah, as I said, I'm not a big f- fan of, of different flavors like that. I'm not a soda adventurer. I love mm-hmm. that you, that term, though. It's great for you. Um, mm-hmm. You're kind of a, a food adventurer overall, I would say, from from my time with you. Uh, yeah, you know, I, like I like to, to try you know. try crazy shit. You mm-hmm. know, I went to the... Where was it? I was going to say the Bahamas, but I think it was Jamaica. Ooh, Ooh that's going to get me in trouble. All right, so uh, <laughs> uh, a couple of years back with uh, with my wife, we stayed at a resort there uh, for vacation. And uh, I'm sorry for our international listeners, holiday, another uh-huh. holiday. And um, they had this breakfast that was like a bunch of eggs and uh, like cheese and whatnot. But also they had like some type of fish that was in oh. it. I was like, you know what? I'm here. Let's do this. Let's try this. And uh, it was all right. It Ugh. it got pretty old pretty quickly. Yeah. Uh, just because, uh, I don't know. I like, there's a, a, I feel like there's an egg limit on what mm. you can do in the mornings, you know? Like, if I eat too many eggs, my throat will just, like, eventually try to close itself it's like, and no be like, more. no, we're done. <laughs> no more eggs. You've had enough. Yeah. And it was kind of like that, but also you have a little bit of fish flavoring yeah, in there not, as well. I'm not so. sure about that. Super desirable. Uh, if you're going, uh, you know, if you've got a, a scant uh, 24 hours worth of travel uh, in you one day and you're like, hey, I want to try a really good breakfast, just spend a lot of money, fly to Jamaica, get this, get this breakfast, fly back, and um, let me know what you think. Um, I'm not going to do that because <clears throat> that sounds gross. But uh... Well, you know what? You said that you weren't going to watch the Fast and Furious movies. Oh, either, damn it. But, mm, Caught me there. We're five deep now, so yeah. <laughs> five deep yeah. and loving it. Uh huh. Medicine yeah. I didn't realize I needed. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. But fish, not a big fan of fish and eggs. Sounds really weird to me. Uh, <clears throat> Your last name is Fisher. Listen, I, I know. Like I know. Okay. <laughs> I tried to change it. <laughs> I can't get rid of it. Um, <laughs> they won't let you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> No, I love my last name. I wouldn't try to change it. But uh, yeah, it's weird. I, I'm not a big fan of fish. Uh, if, yeah. if I did change my name to anything similar, if I had to, it would be uh, Stephen Popcorn Shrimp. And oh, um, yeah, that's a good one. Not other shrimp, just popcorn shrimp. Um, mm-hmm. The rest of it's just okay. But uh, man, I love that crunchiness. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so Ooh, what? What about what about Stephen Chicken Nugs? I feel like that would be good. Uh, that, Do you like chicken nuggets? Well, more I like chicken tenders. Uh, but Chicken Nugs sounds like a cool rap name. Like Stephen wait, Chicken wait, Nugs. Wait, 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 I like, I like this, this Tenders. Yeah? Stephen Tenders. Stephen. <laughs> <laughs> Stephen Tenders. It's close. It's, it's like, it ends with the ERS, like my name, or yeah. Yeah, the ER, you know, like my name it is now. Yeah. So, uh, mm-hmm. now with that, um, kind of rolls off the tongue. It's kind of cool. And I, I feel like it has enough of a, a ring to it that you could open up a restaurant called Stephen Tenders. Okay. I, I think that would. That I think work. this would be a multi-billion-dollar idea what? that we've come up with. 
what we're going to have to do is print out a transcript of this episode, mm-hmm. mail it to ourselves, and just just wait. Yep. You know, and if somebody takes it to court, tries to steal it, we'll be like, uh uh-uh, uh, puppy, we got this. <laughs> we got this on file. It's dated by the U.S. Postal yep. Service. It's official. There's no loopholes around that nope. at all. And it will, in fact, hold up in court. It's never been proven not to. <laughs> I would love to go to court at a really serious court case where someone tried to steal the idea for Stephen Tenders. And we just walk in and we're like, uh uh-uh, uh, puppy. <laughs> <laughs> and the judge is like, I rule in their favor. <laughs> also, uh, the <laughs> the defendant's name is Daryl. It's not even it's not even Stephen. <laughs> oh, wait, I guess the the plaintiff. Well, uh, we'd be suing, well, right? So we'd be the yeah. No, well, we'd be the we'd be the the plaintiff. plaintiff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can we be both? What? One of us. Wait, what? A, <laughs> each of us pick a side. <laughs> The judge, the judge would be like, you guys are just recording a podcast right now in court. Why did you do all this and spend all this money? And we're like, it's for a bit. We had to do it. We're sorry. <laughs> so, Judge, have you ever had the orange vanilla Coke? Let's talk about it. He's like, yes, it's delicious, but you're wasting my time. <laughs> uh, so are you are you planning to uh, – I'm back on the topic. Are you planning to try other flavors now that you've tried this one? Well, I mean, this is the the newest flavor they've got. the The other flavors that Coke has are in the like Diet Coke varietal. No, and I'm just like, mm, no, I don't know. Not uh, Diet Coke isn't for me. No, like I know I know people who just swear by it, but no, nah. they're wrong. No, yeah, yeah. Well, we know one person who swears by it, and he's ruining the country. So, um, mm-hmm. I think it's probably best to uh, to avoid that, and then uh, stick to the the cool flavors that you like, which is the orange vanilla right now. So. You do, yeah, you, man. That's true. Absolutely. Hell yeah. Uh, so do you want to move on to uh, talking about the Avengers issue number 16? Hell to the yes. Sweet. Yes. So we are on part three of the poor, poor part, four part uh, Blade Dracula uh, punching saga uh, written by Jason Aaron and art by David Marquez uh, with color art by Eric Arsenega and the returning letterer of uh, Clayton Cowles. Um I don't know what happened to Corey Pettit, um, who did the first, what, like 14 yeah. or so issues of this. Uh, Corey, do you need help? Are you, are you okay? Truth. If so, please write us in whatever font you would choose. It is your career. Uh, let us know you're okay, buddy. Um, we know you listen. How could you not? <laughs> he sh- I think he should write it on a note and tape it to a bottle of uh, Coke Orange Vanilla. That would get your, your attention the most, probably. Oh, yeah. Mail it to you. Absolutely. Well, actually, the probably the easiest way is to just mail it to Santa, and then Santa okay. will bring it to me around Christmas time um, when he drops off my coal that he puts <laughs> in my stocking over here. I was going to say, you don't believe in any of that? Come on now. Uh, but yeah, oh, that's probably the best. That's probably the easiest way, though, for sure. I think so. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, gotcha. yeah, I'm just, just, yeah. <laughs> just write it on, simply write it, <laughs> write us that you are okay. <laughs> Use use a Sharpie, print it on the label of this orange vanilla Coke uh-huh. that will likely be out of season soon. Sure. Put a, a stamp on it and make sure the label says to North Pole, C.O. Brent Hibbard, mm-hmm. and then Santa will bring it to me. Yep. When he drops off my coal later Easy. this year. It's fine. Yeah. How could that go wrong? <laughs> it won't. It'll be great. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, so on this issue, uh, in the, the previous issues, we've seen that Ghost Rider has been possessed by um, 
one of the the vampires in the um i can't i can't remember what they're they're called the shadow uh wait that's no. the shadow colonel yeah uh leader of the legion uh, of the unliving legion of the unliving yeah. we got there got it, it took <laughs> three of us to do it but we got there um so this issue opens up with robbie reyes who is the current ghostwriter in the marvel comics universe um he is uh while the ghostwriter is out and about he gets trapped in hell uh, or his consciousness does while the the writer's out there doing its thing um at least in this case i don't know if it's it's always the case with him but uh his own personal hell being a uh the owner of a hot rod is being trapped in the world's greatest traffic jam and hell and uh, i really like how this is illustrated with these windy like highways and whatnot and one of my favorite panels in this whole issue uh, that david marquez drew is on page it looks like five of the digital version of this at the top where we've got robbie reyes just leaning his head against the steering wheel because we've all fucking been there (laughs) and this this illustration just captures that so well uh so i i was really taken aback by that i I like that quite a bit uh, we also see kind of throughout the issue that he's talking to somebody off, um, yeah, off screen here uh, that has a black uh, word balloon with white lettering in it. And as soon as I saw that, I was like, I know who he's talking to. Oh, really? Okay. I know who he's talking to. <laughs> uh, but we'll get to that here in, nice. in just a bit. Um, otherwise, this jumps back to um, where the last issue left off, where the Avengers show up to fight Ghost Rider in Madripoor. And that's what they do. So they're they're all kind of uh, collectively fighting uh, Ghost Rider, who is just like overly powered. He's almost like hulked up at this mm. point, and uh, he's really kicking the asses of these these characters. Uh, we also have Blade there, who's fighting the um, the Legion of the Unliving, uh, and he ends up shooting uh, Sarge, the uh, skull faced dog here. And at first, I was like, Oh no, yeah. why would you do that? But then, luckily, it's on the same page, and we can see that Sarge is okay, and he ends up attacking Blade, even if it's like a hell dog. I know. Like, you know, you don't want to show, like, canine violence. Yeah, I got really upset when I saw that. I was like, don't shoot the yeah. dog, even though he's an evil, like, hell dog. Still, yeah. don't shoot a dog. So Right, yeah. exactly, yeah. But he's okay. You let, you let, you let that dog do whatever it wants to yeah. to you. If, if it wants to attack you, fine. If it wants to fuck your leg, <laughs> go for it, you know? let him write it's it gonna out do what it's gonna do this this is what we uh, this is how we interact with different species yep. okay you don't even steven you don't want to know oh shit what ducks will do to you okay <laughs> like corkscrew penis yeah mm-hmm. let me just say duck and fuck rhyme for a reason okay <laughs> so i think we've all we can all put the pieces together yep, 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 yep. all right so so anyways, it, this issue is primarily just a punch fight uh, scenario here. Mm-hmm. Um, we do have uh, Dracula, uh, the the king of all Draculas, uh, being taken to um, the the Red Widow to um, uh, who was the the like Soviet version of Black Widow, even mm-hmm. though Black Widow came from the Soviets in the comics, and it's a whole yeah. Whole thing. Anyway, she's she's still with the Russians, right? Yeah. And uh, Red Widow uh, is not one to take guff, and she ends up murdering some vampires um, in front of Dracula. And Dracula tears up. It's like, oh, I really feel bad for you, Drac. You son of a bitch bastard. Like you've done a bunch of horrible shit. But also, these are I don't know. To my knowledge, I don't know that these these other vampires are as uh, bloodthirsty and cold hearted yeah. as as him. But you know. 
whatever it's fake. And I'm fine. Yeah. I'm I'm fine for like humanoid characters getting offed and uh, you know fiction, but animals, come on, yeah. stay out of it. Don't do it. Except for geese, fuck them. <laughs> so anyway, we're back to the to the issue here. Uh, at a certain point, um, uh, t- uh, T'Challa radios into Blade to see what his status is, and Blade has one of my favorite quotes in any comic ever. The dog ate my sword, <laughs> and then, and then the the dog is here laughing at him. He said he literally says ha ha ha, and uh, I my alternate line would have been just like lol there for the dog. I think that would have mm-hmm. been good. Uh, and then Blade uh, mentions that he also ate his gun, and uh, he says uh, now it's standing on the ceiling laughing at me. And then he finishes it with my status is I hate this dog. So yep, really at this point. Whose side are you on? You know, mm. it's like the superhero civil war. You know, there are good people on both sides. Okay, oh, on both sides. <laughs> as, as an unfortunately famous person once said. Um, but uh, Ghost Rider ends up giving the penance stare to Carol Danvers. And uh, did you ever see the Ghost Rider movies with Nicolas Cage? No, I never did. Okay, so in that the reason I asked that is because they explain it there. But the penance stare is um, really reflecting on whoever, like in this case, he's looking into Carol Danvers' eyes and making her relive like the worst experiences Ooh. of her life, or maybe the worst uh, pain she's ever caused someone, and she experiences that for herself. So it's that type of thing. So it's, uh, it's just being Carol, a human. Cool. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Oh, cool. You know, a normal human. (laughs) Someone who's able to uh, be humble and uh, look back on their experiences, right? Yeah, there you go. But uh, immediately after that, Carol's like, nah, son. And then she Hadoukens Ghost Rider (laughs) right off of the the page. And uh, that just kind of helps illustrate how powerful she is. Yeah, I um, know. Eventually, eventually Blade shows up and Vampire bites Ghost Rider in the neck and sucks out the... uh, sucks out the the evil in him uh he says uh the writer had sickness in his veins so i sucked it out anybody who makes a joke gets nunchucked to death uh, also a great blade line here yeah sure uh and there's uh there's a, a cool little like sound effect as part of uh the previous panel with a spatoo that ought to do it uh, from blade you know it's like a green like mucusy color there so that's uh that's cool that in turn turns robbie reyes back to his normal human form and uh captain america god you know duck blasts this man he man he mm-hmm. he walks over and gives robbie a big hug yep. he's like hey you know what everybody's been through this we've all been there you're fine i also you're off the team get the fuck out <laughs> no he doesn't do that i was wondering about this in the comics does uh has cap been like under uh, some sort of mind control at some point. Oh. Yeah, okay. Oh, Steven. Yeah. <laughs> you. I opened the box. <laughs> Why would you go there? It seemed like that's what he was inferring, so. Mm-hmm. A, uh, a scant two years ago, mm-hmm. uh, there was this big Marvel Comics event called Secret Empire, mm-hmm. and during that time, Captain America was, in fact, part of HYDRA and uh, mm-hmm. was working with the Red Skull uh, but it turned out that, uh, kind of long story short, uh, there was like, he was controlled by the, uh, the Tesseract, also known as the Cosmic Cube, uh, from the, uh, the, the, the movies. Yep. And, um, yeah, it was, uh, it was a whole like kind of mind control thing, but okay. whatever. So yeah, he, he, he has been on the, uh, 
not the side of the angels, whatever you call that. The, the side of um, <laughs> let's really think about this. Hmm. I don't know if there's an opposite for it. I think that's the one thing we don't have opposites for. Yes. Like there's a lot. Of, there's like a lot of like opposites for things. Mm. But that's the one thing we don't have. We've got angels. Hmm. Outfield. Uh, angels <laughs> in the outfield. That's right. That's what it is. Okay. Took me a second. Took me a second. That's the opposite. I got there. It all. You know what? It all comes back to Tony Danza. Right. All right. I think it all. Yep. We got there. Jogo Lev represent. All right. So uh, Blade and Robbie Reyes are talking here, and he's like, "Man, I'm gonna get kicked out of the Avengers." And uh, Blade's like, "Yeah." Blade's like, "Yeah, yeah, probably." Yeah, <laughs> you fucked you up. Really fucked. You, yeah. You know what? I was played by Wesley Snipes in a movie. Uh, he didn't pay his taxes, uh, and I'm saying you fucked up. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. One of those big things. So, uh, yeah. So that's uh, that's that portion of it. Um, we do see that. Um, the Shadow Colonel and the um, the Legion of the Unliving, they are going to um, this prison in Russia, and they've got a bunch of the, the Rat Bombers rats, but they're not actually uh, setting off explosives this time. They are setting off blood bombs to turn the prison population into vampires, and these vampires have, like, fucking wings. These are, like, next-level vamps, okay? Yeah. And uh, then we see that uh, at the toward the end of the issue, Robbie is um, mm. uh, he's, he's regaining control of the Ghost Rider and the voice from off screen uh, is talking to him. And uh, uh, let's see here. Sorry. OK, so uh, the, the voice from off screen is saying, uh, you know what, we've we've uh, done this before. Uh, you'll be back. You know, honestly, I don't remember what he says here. Yeah, it says <laughs> it's been a week since I read this. <laughs> but yeah, we find out that that voice is, in fact, the current king of hell, which is the original Ghost Rider, Johnny Blaze. Did you know who this character was when you uh, got I to feel this like, last page? Yeah, because I, I haven't seen those movies and I don't really know a lot about Ghost Rider, but I feel like I had known that name. Mm-hmm. Is that the like the Nicolas Cage version? Is that what he was, Johnny Blaze? Right, yeah. Okay, so yeah. this is Nick Cage. Yeah. <laughs> More or less. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah, got it. Fine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's Nick Cage from uh, Mom and Dad, uh, where it's Ooh. just full on Nick Cage all the time. Sweet. Full on bonkers. Yeah. That sounds great. Yeah. It'll really mm-hmm. open up this comic in my mind to, to oh, kind of get yeah. there. Um, I do want to throw it back to uh, when you said the, the vampire that in the prison that they like explode the blood on, uh, and he has like wings and stuff. It basically looks like uh, one of the gargoyles from the show Gargoyles. Uh, Hell yeah. covered in blood and i was like yes. i wanted to ask you are there any gargoyles comics there are um i i've read maybe a couple of them mm-hmm. but uh some of them go back and start from the beginning mm. so it's it's really picking up on like it's like retelling the the series that we've uh, okay already got you know I'd i wanted something that was more like kind of picking up where that series ended or whatever yeah. right? i think there is one series like that but it's it's um, it's an older series, I think. I I, I don't know. <laughs> Short <laughs> answer. You know what? No, no clue. That's cool. Uh, it looks pretty badass, though. Um, it made me think that, like, man, that would be like a, a series that I would probably read. Um, but also mm-hmm. maybe I just want to re- really rewatch that series, that, that animated series, anyway, because uh, mm-hmm. it's been a long time. But uh, but also thinking about the gar- gargoyles in that series, just covered in fucking blood. 
like uh, mm-hmm. my, my morning cartoon routine if I just been like, doop, 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 eat my Eggos, and all of a sudden, yep. you know, Goliath is just covered in fucking blood. I've been like, cool, off to school. Doop, 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 doop. So. <laughs> Yeah, that was a badass show. Oh my god, I loved that show when yeah. I was younger, and it it showed um, it actually had like blood in it. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that? Not a whole but, lot, actually. Uh, yeah, uh, there was a uh, man like the lead like human character. I can't remember her name, but she was a cop. Yeah, uh, there's one point where she got like shot with like an actual gun, not like a laser gun from mm. GI Joe, but like an actual gun with bullets, and she is bleeding at one point, and that was like a big. Um, big ordeal back in the day were there any cartoon shows you weren't allowed to watch when you were younger uh i was allowed to watch pretty much anything <laughs> yeah i was the same way yeah. yeah amanda wasn't allowed to watch like the simpsons um or like wow. any like so many things that i watched and i was like the simpsons was one of my favorites like my whole family yeah. watched that a lot of times with me and stuff so yeah i watched whatever pretty much my parents just let it let it all fly there was a kid that i went to school with and he wasn't allowed to watch the Beetlejuice cartoon. Oh, wow. Why? Because I guess it was just, like, dark and it had to do with, like, witchcraft or whatever. I don't remember him being, like, particularly religious or his mm-hmm. family, but, I mean, I don't know. Maybe they were just like, oh, it's dark and, like, gothic. I don't think so. You know, it's it's hard or to say. it could have been a, a, a thing where they were like, oh, is it Tim Burton related? No. Nah, yeah. I don't think so. <laughs> At which point I'm Fair like, enough. okay, yeah. I can maybe see it. <laughs> Well, I grew up, I watched the movie Beetlejuice. Like, I think I, I kind of remember the cartoon, but I wasn't like a, a huge fan of it. But um, uh, I, I, I don't know. If I had kids, which I won't, um, but if I did, I, uh, I don't know how I would raise them. Like, I kind of am like, you want to, I'd imagine you want to protect them from things, but also it's like, it's how the world is. And, and I think that I'm a better person for seeing the, the things that I did growing up. Like, they weren't, if, it, if you don't make it a big deal, it's not a big deal. You know, um, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. Like, uh, I also I, I, I mentioned him a few times, but I follow this guy on Twitter named C. Robert Cargill, and uh, he's a screenwriter and stuff. And he's he's big into horror. He's written like uh, I think he wrote Insidious that series. And mm-hmm. um, he talks. He's been talking recently about um, horror and people talking about the movie Us coming out from Jordan Peele and how Jordan Peele was like very much like this is a horror movie. Get Out was a horror movie. Like, stop trying to like say it's anything different or whatever. And, like, be like horror is good. And, he had this thing recently about how horror is all about like empathy and realizing that these things are horrific and what it would be like to be in those situations and like empathizing with the characters therein mm-hmm. and uh, and how it's not about like that you're a bad person for liking those things. And my nephew, who's uh, like uh, 12, I guess now or whatever, he's super into horror and and. And I think I've talked about that on the show a little bit too. That his my sister, his mom is is uh, was kind of worried about it for a little bit, and I was like, I I turned out fine. Like I loved all that stuff. Uh, but yeah. like nothing that I remember from my childhood made me like a bad person or whatever. Uh, they, they're just, it's just fun and, and inventive and stuff. Uh, I, I've always kind of gravitated towards a lot of that stuff. I like, I like the weird and the, and the horrific and, and all that. And I, I see it as a movie and, or a TV show or whatever, kind of leave it there. So. Yeah. I mean, all the church fires that you start, I mean, that's just something you would have gravitated toward anyway, <laughs> that's right? Different. That's different. That's just going to live fire. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Which, <laughs> yeah. which is my dad's fault. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And every time you do it, you go out dressed like Beavis from Beavis and Butthead. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you're like, I am the great Cornholio. And then you mm-hmm. just light a match. It's a pastime. I don't know. It's something I love. It's nostalgic. Mm-hmm. You know, I've always done it. Yeah. So, it's a family tradition. Yeah. yeah. 
I, I, I have nothing else to say. I mean, I, it's nice. It's, uh, yeah. It, I have good memories. So, well, you know, they have Christmas tree burnings. This is like that, but on a higher scale, <laughs> yeah. you know? <laughs> I really want to take this back now. I don't want to burn churches. Um, I do want to burn churches' CDs of that band. They're great. But I don't listen to CDs anymore, so I don't want to do that either. What do you mean, burn? As in, as in, as in record the songs to a CD? Yeah. That version of Burning? Yeah, I'm really into it. That's what I was okay. talking about. Yeah. Okay. Right? Yeah, because you like the band, but when you said burn their CDs, I thought you meant like destroy oh, no. their music as, you know, like sometimes artists, there will be a backlash against an artist and they'll just have a bunch of their their albums and whatnot destroyed mm-hmm. in a public forum at the Coliseum, the American Coliseums. For uh, international listeners who may not know, we do have American Coliseums where we we use those specifically to destroy the works of... Yeah. Um, artists we we no longer appreciate for whatever reasons um you know google millie vanilli and oh, uh, see what we did with that i mean that was like that's cool yeah. right that's that's really like that really helps send a message it was a big blaze mm-hmm. yeah uh they said you could see it from three cities around it was pretty cool yeah we really got to look into <laughs> fixing that ozone uh <laughs> layer damage above that coliseum we're trying to it reach it with a fire the stadium but yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, fair That's enough. Cool. Um, yeah, we want to go to outer space real bad, <laughs> so we're just gonna bring it here by destroying that <laughs> that ozone above it. I like that real bad. Yeah. <laughs> so let's just open it up. Yeah. Well, speaking of opening, and uh, by that I mean the opposite of. Uh, let's close out this Avengers mm. issue talk. Uh, the next issue is uh, the end of this uh, four part little storyline here and uh, i was hoping 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 that we would have it finished uh before our uh our big podcast contract is up so we're kind of still waiting on whether or not we're going to be renewed i'm going to assume we will be but i don't don't know for sure you never know how these things are going to go but uh fingers crossed we will be back to discuss this at a later date sure sure all right, so we have some pop culture stuff that we wanted to get into. Is that correct? Is that what we're doing here today? I think I so. I don't pay attention. I oh, do, okay. well, yeah. It's on the script. I'm yeah. going with it. Might as well. All right. I had other things, wrote? but that's cool. We'll just do that. All right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I really don't want to do this, but all right. I guess if I'm forced. <sighs> Harumph. Uh, but yeah, we have like some random stuff. So we've had some things on our scripts uh, for ourselves that uh, that we keep that we've had just grayed out because we haven't had a chance to kind of throw them in the conversation because we've had so much else to talk about with the uh, Fast and Furious and Captain Marvel and all the different talks. So uh, so yeah, uh, first thing is um, they announced recently that the uh, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers movie, uh, I guess Mighty Morphin Power Rangers the movie, I think is was what it was called uh, from the like, the nineties is uh, 1995 is coming to Blu-ray, courtesy of Shop Factory, on June 4th. So I'm very excited about this. We had, I think you and I, on the podcast, but maybe outside of it, we had talked about this, how uh, uh, I like I loved this movie when I was a kid and stuff, and then and growing up, I actually watched this a lot at uh, the video store that I worked at as a teenager. Um, I watched it like on VHS, and it had never come to Blu-ray, and it was really hard to find a copy of it now, and so I'm very excited. I love Shop Factory that they kind of release a lot of these things, um, smaller movies, I guess, or like things that 
the companies just, like, won't put out. Um, so I am, I'm very pumped that this is coming out and that we'll finally have like a good copy of this cinematic classic. Yeah. yeah I guess. Uh, are you, uh, you seem so excited. Are you, uh, are you a, a fan of, uh, of the power Rangers or is that uh, something that you're, well, I have a friend who's really I mean, a big fan. Hmm. And uh, I'm a pretty good fan, I would say. I mean, I liked the show. I like this movie yeah. in particular. I don't really know the other like incarnations of the the Power Rangers that came after that. Uh, but this original crew I've always really liked, and I like stories about them. So, say if there was like a comic series that featured these same characters, I would dig that. Yeah, I mean, again, I mean, I I don't really know a lot, Brent. Are, about it, um, are you a fan of the Power Rangers? I mean, like, I, I mean, I watched it when I was younger. Mm-hmm. I really, like, grew out of it. Um, like, okay, so I, I remember that this movie is, like, set outside of this show continuity. Mm. So it kind of does its own thing. And then, like, the show on that next season essentially went back and retold the events of this movie. Really? But it was just, like, over a longer term. Yeah. Um, mm. And, I mean, like, the costuming was different here. They looked a little more... Looked a little more armored, and um, they only had one diamond on their chest. You know, the white diamond instead of the three. Mm. Uh, of course, outside of uh, uh, I think his name is I think his name is Tommy. Mm. I think he was the the White Ranger. I think he was the leader. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Um, and uh, yeah, there was like a, an, an original villain, Ivan Ooze, um, who you know only was in this this film. He, he didn't show up in later continuity and uh instead of squat and babu showing up as henchmen it was like goldar and this new character called uh mordant mm. and he was like a, a pig looking character mm. that didn't show up in the rest of the series and it was like it was weird because like who is this character what's what's his motivation like why is he there why, why do they need a you know a second person there with with goldar i mean we already had zed and rita uh who we know from the show um, but it's weird too, because this movie, it has the, the replacement cast. So Jason Trini and Zach mm. were not part of this and not acknowledged in any way, which I get right. I guess in the show, yeah. those, those characters and moved on. So they just took those actors and did this movie. So instead, you know, we've got, uh, we've got Adam, we've got Aisha, we've got Rocky there, the, re- the replacement mm. ones. But since this is outside of continuity, were, were these the only Rangers? Like, were, was there a Jason, a Trini, and a Zach? Ooh. Like, that's 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 the big question mm-hmm. that no one's asking, okay? So, I mean, and, like, okay, did, did I own this soundtrack? <laughs> yeah, yes, of course. Of course uh-huh. I did. Was this, was the Devo song, Are You Ready, was that my favorite song <laughs> at that time when the movie came out? <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. Absolutely. Does this movie open with a kick-ass skydiving scene oh. set set to the Red Hot Chili Peppers cover of the Stevie Wonder song, Higher Ground? <laughs> yeah. Yes, it does. Does this movie have a bikini-clad vixen of a lady set on another planet that they have to go and tangle with, uh, and she helps train them and get new powers once their original powers are, are destroyed? Absolutely. Do they have to fight stand-ins for the putty patrollers in the form of Tengu warriors, which are bird characters that fly around, obviously on wires, like obviously on wires? Yeah. 
So I guess do I remember or like this movie? Like barely. Mm. Like I don't remember very much of it. Also, the CGI in this movie looked terrible. But I mean, <laughs> it was the beginning. You know, sure. It was, it was it was the beginning of you know stuff like that being taken into uh, other realms by you know maybe smaller budget movies. Obviously, we, they don't have a Jurassic Park budget. No. But, you know, it, it kind of serves its purpose for what it is. Mm-hmm. I've never heard of this movie, Stephen. I, I'm, I'm very excited to watch it for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think you should watch it. I think you'd like okay. it. It sounds like you'd like it. We'll give it a shot. Yeah. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm up for anything. I, uh, the, the the Power Ranger comics are are pretty good, but I don't know. You know, like I just, you know, it's you know, okay. You know, additional noises. <laughs> so, is this going to be like uh, June fourth? It comes out. Is this going to be a, a day one purchase for you? And I've just requested that day off from work. Okay. <laughs> so. Not only purchase, but you're like taking time off for it. Well, look, I'm hoping that it comes to digital and I can yeah. buy it on iTunes and then um, just watch it that way because mm, I've transitioned to this life, the sedentary life sure. of not wanting to get up to entertain myself, you know? Damn straight. Just let me hit a couple of buttons on my remote, my phone, or my Apple Watch, and mm. I'm there, yeah. you know? I literally have a remote control strapped to my wrist <laughs> at this point in my life. That's <laughs> This is... How I've conditioned myself. It's a great life, man. Things are beautiful. Yeah. I, uh, I, I, I'm very excited for this coming out, as I said earlier, and it seems like you'll like it if you watch it ever. Um, and mm-hmm. it seems like you will because you're taking time off for it. And uh, I also hope that it comes out on digital because I don't do Blu-rays anymore. I haven't had a player in a long time. So mm-hmm. um, I'm hoping that with them making the uh, transfer of like the, the Blu-ray copy of this uh, in whatever mm. format they really did. Um, I'm hoping that they release that on digital because why not at that point? I mean, it's, I, I don't know really what it entails to do that, but it seems like basically free. Just put it on iTunes and we'll buy yeah. it. So that sounds like a plan. I, I hope it does uh, work out that way. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, and I guess there's going to be a like a, behind the scenes feature uh-huh. i guess not behind the scenes but like a retrospective of some sort with the director and um the actor who played adam mm. in the movie uh and maybe some other people talking about the movie and filming it and whatnot so you know we'll get that hot goss mm. that we're all dying to know yeah. about this incredible <laughs> film and if we end up watching that we'll share it with the audience because everybody's got to know that stuff everybody's clamoring to know it so oh yeah i'll just hold my recording equipment up to my TV and just, we'll just play the audio. Cool. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Sounds good. You're like, yeah. we're going to do a short segment here. Uh, we're going to watch this 56 minute documentary about this movie. Uh, uh-huh. We're not going to talk. We'll just let you listen. Here you go. Occasionally you'll he- hear us in the background going, Oh, <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. And then maybe like munching on some chips. Yeah. Which is cool. Mm-hmm. Sounds good, man. Um, yeah, so very excited for that, and uh, it, it'd be a good time. Maybe maybe we'll review that someday because I would love to uh, actually. I would love to watch this movie with you. Uh, that would oh, be okay. ideal. Yeah. Uh, so we'll see what we can make happen. But 
Uh, it's been a very long time since I've seen it. Um, as I said, it was one of the movies that I watched at the video store when I was a teenager. I would throw out a lot of stuff that I was familiar with all the time, So, because I couldn't really watch it. I would just like, listen to it over the speakers. And uh, I really grew to love this movie during that time. It was um, It's silly. It's campy. Um, I don't remember the effects being that bad, because the last time I saw it was like in... Like, right after it came out, essentially, like, a few years, like, 2001-ish, maybe, 2002. So, okay. uh, effects were still, like, CGI was still pretty shaky ground overall yeah. at that point. Um, but I'm sure going back, it would just be like, ooh, okay, yes, this is horrible. Mm-hmm, yes. Yep. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I remember, uh, like, the they go to that planet with the bikini-clad lady uh, who teaches them their powers and how to fight or whatever, and they get, like, ninja costumes, and I remember being fucking stoked about that. Uh, they look, like, like more, like, they're not, like, armor. They're, like, flowy, like, I don't know. They have, like, uh, ninja costumes. I don't know. Uh, and they're mm-hmm. different colors and stuff. Obviously, that was really cool. Yeah. So it has some really inventive things, I always thought, uh, from the series that I knew and, and grew up with and everything, that, that original one. Uh, they kind of expanded on that. And I didn't know, like you said, that uh, basically they just ignored this continuity <laughs> outside of the movie. Oh, so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's pretty awesome. As as a youth, uh, that, that character, the bikini-clad um, trainer mm-hmm. for them, is named Dulcia, and she was everything to me <laughs> as a young child. And She was everything was just, to me. That's great. She, she was smoking hot. <laughs> yeah. So... I was all about it. Can't wait to revisit it and be disappointed in uh, <laughs> how how they would portray a woman like that uh, in a kids movie sure. uh, by objectifying her. But uh, you know what? It's uh, nostalgia. Yeah, maybe it was great as a youth. So. That's fine. Mm-hmm. I think it was, That's true. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. So another movie that we had had listed for a while that uh, you had mentioned that you had watched, and then. Um, I finally ended up watching. I was kind of uh, waiting for Halloween, uh, you know, month for me, but uh, mm-hmm. uh, we decided to throw it on was Happy Death Day. Uh, oh, yeah. So we had mentioned that before because you and I were both so upset that uh, Happy Death Day to you and the trailer that came out for the sequel uh, just ruins the ending of this movie. And uh, yep. and and your wife, Brandy, uh, had kind of forgotten that ending. Um, so she, when she was watching it, she didn't know it all, and, right? And- by kind of forgotten, you mean completely forgot <laughs> that she'd ever seen that that sequel trailer. Man, I envy her. That's nice. <laughs> and basically went into this movie fresh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. That's good, though. But not you. Yeah. yeah. So uh, to set it up, I, I, I don't know if we want to do some spoilers. Uh, well, it's not a huge review. It's just a small thing. But uh, that's mm-hmm. kind of the, the big part that I want to talk about is, uh, is that reveal. But um, non-spoiler sure. right now, I will say that Amanda, mm-hmm. my wife, remembered who it was exactly – and I only remembered parts of it. I didn't know who it was, but I knew some details about the killer. So uh, it, it, for me, it wasn't too bad. I, didn't, I wasn't fully ruined. But for Amanda, she, at the end, uh, we, we thought this movie was, like, okay. I, I think it could have been a lot better had I not known that. Uh, yeah. But there's a yeah. lot of people, like MacGuffins and, and different people who uh, they, they think is the killer. And when you know certain details or you know who, exactly who that person is, it really sucks a lot of the fun out of a movie. So uh, yeah. that kind of fucking sucks. Um, yeah, yeah. And I, I, I've thought about it since then, and it seems like it might be something that I want to revisit, but uh, it kind of really ruined the experience a little bit, and it wasn't as much fun as I expected it to be. Amanda, I think, really was just like, yeah, it wasn't really for me. I, I've thought about it enough since then that I think I'll revisit it around Halloween and, and see what I think of it. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but I was kind of curious for you, like, do you think that it didn't like ruin it enough for you? I can't remember exactly what you'd said at the time uh, and what um, you kind of thought overall. I thought the movie was fun enough, at least for me, mm-hmm. that I enjoyed watching it. And even though I knew who the killer was, I, I still liked it. And it's, um, it's, it's definitely a movie I would recommend for somebody to watch. And even though it's PG 13, it doesn't really take away from the, um, the enjoyment of it, mm. even though yeah. most slashers are R rated, you know? Um, and they, you know, they get their one fuck in there, of course, yeah. uh, verbally, uh, not, yeah. you don't see two people go at it on screen, <laughs> but, uh, just boobs. Yeah, usually. It, yeah. yeah. Um, wait, in a PG 13. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think some boobs show up in a PG 13. What? Especially like an eighties PG 13. Hell yeah. Are you serious? Yeah, there's... I've never seen that in a PG thirteen movie. I'll, I'll have to look it up uh, and see. But there's some... except for the Rescuers, uh, that was a G rated movie. <laughs> <laughs> then boobs spliced into it. I think uh, even in the eighties, especially that's when PG thirteen came out, and there was there's some PG movies from the eighties that uh, like I think Ghostbusters is PG. I'm pretty sure. And uh, mm-hmm. there's a whole scene where uh, a ghost gives Dan Eckert a blowjob in Ghostbusters. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> I remember there's some that. fucked up shit from the 80s, I remember watching man. that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I don't remember this from my youth <laughs> yeah, I know, at all. Right? Like, they edited the shit out of that on TV. I think so. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you yeah. know, uh, I, yeah, I'm pretty sure you could, you could throw in some, some boobs in a, in a PG-13, like horror movie. They, they kind of do that sometimes. Uh, quick, wow. quick shots. So, yeah. Uh, I'm going to need you to send me a list of those. Uh, <laughs> I'll do what I can. <laughs> I uh, get some homework. Out of me. Oh, okay. Uh, but uh, but yeah. So like overall, I like the movie. It does bum me out that I knew, you know, who the spoiler killer was. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. It was okay like, enough for you. It, it, yeah, it, it's really like the marketing department that fucked that up. For, yeah, for me because like it was a a big movie for um for Blumhouse I think mm-hmm. it's probably one of their more successful movies but not so successful that everyone had seen it it wasn't like you know an Infinity War or you know something to that effect and it doesn't yeah. really make any sense why they give the, the spoiler of the previous movie in this one it or for this one in the in the, uh, the new trailer but um it doesn't enhance anything you don't need to know like Mm-mm. you just need to know the premise of it. Like, it's Groundhog Day, and it's happening again, yeah. essentially. But it's related to death. That's that's all you need. Like yeah. It doesn't en- enhance the experience at all, knowing who it was. Yeah. And it probably, like it, it did with us, it actively discourages someone from watching the original. I know? would think so. Yeah. Um, like, it definitely, uh, it bummed me out that when I first saw that that. Happy Death Day to You trailer. I was just like, what the fuck? Like, it really just, like, threw me off. And I, I definitely blame the marketing department, too. But I don't know who does that. Like, what decision? Like, especially in this culture of social media where people do spoil things all the time. So much that we have, like, spoiler tags. And, like, we we make sure on this show and a lot of places do, you know, to be like, hey, don't read this if you don't want to. Don't don't listen to this if you don't want to because we'll spoil it. Mm-hmm. It's, like, known in, in that culture and pop culture and stuff. So, like, they just went out and did it for the whole world. And it's like, why would you yeah. do that? Like, your movie just came out, too. Like, it wasn't even, like, that movie, the sequel came out, like, a year later. So that trailer yeah. came out within a year. It's like, I haven't had an opportunity to see it yet. Like, give me a little, right. give me a break, man. So. Well, look, it wasn't available for rent on iTunes. It may not be currently yeah. available to rent. So, like, you could only buy it there. So, 
like if it were available to rent yeah i, I might have seen it by that time yeah. but you know I, d- I didn't even know if i was going to like it necessarily enough to to spend you know 15 bucks on it sure. at the time i had to wait for it to, to come on sale but uh you know it is what it is yeah. uh i mean like at a certain point you're going to know if you've seen a movie once before you're gonna know like whatever twist is there yeah so, that's true but you know essentially for the rest of your your life uh unless you're lucky enough to get pop culture amnesia and then you oh, can go back yeah. and experience all the stuff from the beginning like dory and yeah. yeah just really enjoy yourself um and that only happens to me whenever i drink heavily during a movie like i could watch mm-hmm. justice league all over again i think and be like really surprised to how shitty it is all over again you know oh let's do it i'll queue it up <laughs> on my phone here we go <laughs> Uh, but so I, I want to jump quickly into spoiler territory about that. What, what we're okay. saying is kind of bad, but see, this is it. We're giving the spoiler tag. We'll we'll list this in the description so people will know to avoid it. But uh, what I wanted to say was Amanda knew that the killer was the roommate. Uh, what mm-hmm. I knew was that the killer was female. I didn't remember who it was, and so oh, really? okay. Uh, so that kind of opens it up a little bit, right? Uh, but yeah. what I suspected and what I thought I remembered from the trailer, so it kind of threw me even off more than they expected to, I think. There's a, there's a character she keeps walking past when she's walking into the sorority house. There's like a, a quiet Asian character uh, that's just mm-hmm. sitting on the stoop. And I thought it was going to be her because they kept showing her over and over and over again. And I was like, mm-hmm. why are they alluding to her? Maybe she's going to be the secret killer the whole time that was like, nobody talks to me. They all kind of ostracize her in the sorority. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then, no, it's just that like eventually... The, the main character throws her roommate out the window and it lands in front of that other girl. And mm-hmm. that's, that's pretty much it. And so uh, I, it kind of threw me an extra loop that it wasn't expected, I guess, and they didn't intend to. Um, but like there's a whole like side, side business with that, that serial killer guy that's in the hospital. And it kind of ruined it because you know it's not him. Like I, yeah, I knew at yeah. least it was a female. So it's like it's not him. And so that entire that's segment so- felt kind of weak to me. Yeah, and that's one of the not the the main story, but that's definitely part of the subplot. Yes, you know? yeah, because they keep referencing it that you see it on the news and what whatnot, and she eventually goes to the hospital to uh, to to go after him. Yeah. but uh, yeah, that's unfortunate. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. and then uh, one more spoiler that I didn't want to say to you, and because I don't want to ruin the sequel for you, but I also was mad because Slash Film did a little review about happy death day to you and within the first line of their like it was like the blurb before you click on the story they did a little spoiler about what that like why that movie is different that i i assume is going to be a spoiler where it's not i don't want to ruin it for you it's not just like like the day is started over there's like another twist to it and they were just like yeah and there's this twist to it and i was like what the fuck slash film what is wrong with this goddamn series that everybody keeps trying to ruin it for me. Uh, yeah. So I'm still excited to see it. And then I had to stop reading at that point and be like, no, I don't want to know anything about this at all. Apparently I can't like listen or read or do anything about this series until I mm. watch them. So I'm still, like I said, I, I liked it enough that I want to give Happy Death Day another shot uh, mm. around Horror Month coming up in October. And I'm excited to see the sequel and where they take it. I, I've heard that it's pretty inventive but it seemed like I mostly heard it was good from people that liked the first one a whole lot. And I'm just not sure that I'm in that camp yet. So, uh, yeah. but I'm excited to see where they take it. So, 
uh, if if eventually we both end up seeing that and talk about it, we'll uh, I'll, I'll reveal again what I had known before and, and see if that was such a big spoiler or not. But it just okay. I just don't know why why everybody's trying to ruin it for me, man. Yeah, it's annoying. Yeah, so good lord. Yeah, uh-huh. that's that's an odd odd choice to make. Yeah, just just yeah. stop talking. Everybody, just stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime you see anything related to that series and like in particular movies you haven't seen in that series you're just gonna be like nope yeah. and you just throw away your computer <laughs> yeah, <pretty much. laughs> it's gonna get expensive real quick but i think it's a necessary step yeah for the series yeah, that i only kind of like so far yeah right <laughs> <laughs> i do think it's a credit to the the writers and that lead actress uh that i started out the movie not liking her character yes uh, like Purposely, I think that's what they were going for, is making sure. her unlikable. And then by the end of it, uh, I'm totally on her side. So yeah. I, I like that that part of it. I thought that was well done. She was such a horrible person in the beginning of that movie that it, it yeah. was like, you could tell like by the end when you're looking back on it, that yeah, it was all like obviously purposeful, but like in the, in the beginning, it was like really bad. Um, it wasn't just like, oh, she's pretty annoying. It's like, no. I don't really want to watch this person or root for her because she is so horrible to people. But then it's like you get yeah. that turn and it and it makes it it makes it worth it while or whatever. Um, what's funny uh-huh. about that too is I don't know what she's like in real life, but I think she did a good job in this role. But the uh, the guy the the one she wakes up in this dorm room that's the dude that's like racist in real life, and it came out yeah. like right before this movie or whatever. And so the whole time I was thinking that he's actually a horrible person though, but he seems like the yeah. nice guy throughout the whole thing. So. Just a, yeah, a twist. I couldn't stop thinking about that either. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It kind of that kind of ruined it because I like that guy as an actor. Like yeah. I've liked him in roles and stuff, but uh, yeah, it really tainted like his, it. His the stuff he says on Twitter as well. I mean, like yeah, you're yeah. No, wait. You think what? all of that's good? No, huh? no. All right, so moving on. I didn't. No, it, it froze, and I you didn't heard it here no. first. <laughs> Stephen agrees. <laughs> Hell no, no. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so that, that was what was interesting, though, is, like, she was the on-screen horrible person, but he's the off-screen horrible person, and, uh, yeah, the whole movie was just, uh, there's a lot going on behind the scenes, and I'm just like, everybody just stop. I just want to be entertained. <laughs> Happy Death Day. The one franchise is like, you need to know more about behind the scenes, shit. Seriously. I just want to see... Someone get murdered over and over again and have mm. to start their day over Groundhog Day style because Groundhog Day is mm. one of my favorite films and it's such a great concept and a horror concept for that is amazing and man, yeah. did they just go out of their way to make it as hard as possible to like that movie. <sighs> so here's what I envision is that we eventually watch the, the sequel to this mm. and you know then we can discuss it but then there's a third movie that comes out and you and I get the bright idea <laughs> to go see it not only on opening night, but like a Thursday night preview sure. before it comes out. We go see it because we're just trying to avoid spoilers altogether. Mm-hmm. We're sitting there in the in the theater, and before the movie starts, the producer comes up and is like, okay, so she dies at the end of this one, okay? Permanently. So the reason we did that is... <laughs> I would just be like, that's it! <laughs> That'd be the oh, man. that'd be like the second time I would have to clothesline a person at the front of a theater. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what was the first? I don't want to talk about it. Anyway. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Legal reasons. I'm not allowed to. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah. But yeah. So, I yeah. 
uh, I'll give it another shot eventually. I'm looking forward to the sequel still, but uh, just please, please stop ruining things and and just make the world a better place, and that'd be much better. Yeah. So. Sure. Sure. Did you want to jump in with one of yours? Um. Yeah. So I've got uh, some stuff on my list here. Uh, not everything is uh, is great. Uh, sure. Some of it isn't even good. <laughs> um, but I do want to start off on a positive note where um, there. Okay, so it's been established going back to the beginning of our podcast that I am a uh, fan of Lincoln Park, and, uh, and I was saddened by the death of uh, Chester Bennington um, back when when that happened. And um, you know, I really thought that you know whatever material he had recorded had come out by that time, um, but it turns out that he did uh, record a song with the guitarist from the metal band Lamb of God, uh, Mark Morton, who put out a solo album recently. And Chester uh, recorded this song, uh, or recorded vocals for the song called Cross Off. And it, uh, I think the album came out in uh, either late February or early March, and whatever the case, uh, it's the the first track off the album, and dude, it fucking rips like. He, the the last Linkin Park album was more like a pop album, mm-hmm. so there was a lot of like softer singing, not really much screaming or much aggression, really. But um, which I was fine with. But you know, it, it's nice to hear some more uh, aggressive vocals from Chester, who I think does it really well. And um, I, yeah, I'm just an overall big fan of this song. Uh, it took me a few listens before I like got to the point where I was really like like it got stuck in my head, mm-hmm. you know. But uh, yeah, overall, I, I really dig it and am uh, very, very happy that we got like one last kick ass song out of uh, yeah. the late Mr. Chester Bennington. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, his, yeah. the, I think like the anniversary of that was just recently, right? There's a lot of Twitter stuff from his bandmates, I thought. Uh, I think I think it was his birthday. Oh, I remember okay. seeing Mike Shinoda post something about uh, happy birthday, Chester. But uh, yeah, but but yeah. So um, th- one thing I'll, I'll mention is that uh, the song is. Um, well, when that the album was coming out, I remember Mark Morton talking about how this was going to be more of a like a less of a metal album, more of like a, a rock or hard rock album. Um, so it's not as as aggressive. But this song is one of the more aggressive songs on the album. And uh, man, if you like metal, uh, which I'm sure none of our listeners do, uh, <laughs> but, but if you do, you know, go check out that song. It's uh, it's pretty badass. Yeah, right on. That's awesome. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's always good to kind of get another another jam out of someone. So. Um, yeah absolutely so i don't know why i said jam sure. but um mm-hmm. song uh yeah so that's great <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um so you had mentioned uh, a while ago that you and brandy had watched uh, jumanji welcome to the jungle and mm-hmm. uh, i believe you guys really liked it uh is that correct yeah we had fun fun watching yeah. it yeah um so i i i wasn't looking forward to it a whole lot um i it became like a huge fucking juggernaut it's like one of sony's like top grossing movies of all time um which mm-hmm. is insane to me and uh the rock has really grown on me you know over the years uh we've talked about it um fast and furious and different things that he's just so charismatic and everything uh, i love jack black uh karen gillen uh, i think is how you say her name gillen um uh, mm-hmm. who is from guardians of the galaxy and uh one of my favorite horror movies oculus uh is in it so she's you know she's great um and then uh, Kevin Hart, who I'm not a huge fan of. So that really was like what was yeah. throwing me the most. Uh, and just overall, like I, I liked Jumanji growing up, but I'd spent a long time since I'd seen it. And I just didn't expect this to be the juggernaut that it became. And when it was, I almost kind of shut it off as like a stupid people movie. 
right? Like the, the ones, <laughs> right, yeah. you know, yeah. that they're going to like it, but I'm not going to like it. <laughs> yeah. uh, but I, uh, we rented it and, um, and I, I was pleasantly surprised. I, I had a lot of fun with it. Amanda did too. Um, there's a lot of really good jokes in it. And, um, and it was, it was pretty good overall. I, I thought, um, it was a cool continuation and like, uh, of the story and everything. Amanda didn't know that it, uh, essentially, you know, the original Jumanji is a board game and this one, they change it into a video game to match like modern taste and everything. And Amanda didn't know that at all. She like, I don't know if she hadn't seen the trailers or forgot about them. So as it was like unfolding, she was like really stoked because it was just like, oh, this is like a really cool concept. And, uh, I, I'm, I was pleasantly surprised. I thought it was, uh pretty inventive and fun and how they would explain how the video game worked in the movie. And also, uh, I think a lot of action movies do a lot of crazy shit that doesn't really make sense in the real world. And they just kind of like try to explain that away. But this one, they can do whatever they want. Like the rock can uppercut someone into the sky. And it's like, (laughs) that's fine. Like that works because they're in a video game. And, uh, I like, there's like a, uh, not to ruin a lot of it, but there was like a, a scene where they're trying to explain something. And there's like, a cut scene and the roommate and the roommate kills the rock. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it, Brent. Don't spoil it. <laughs> There's like a cut scene, uh, from a video game and then they're all like, Hey, what's happening? And they're like, Oh, it's a cut scene. And they like explain that stuff. And I thought it was pretty good for, for, I would imagine for people that don't play a lot of video games, which I don't play a lot of them, but I know these concepts and stuff, but I thought yep. they explained it, but not over explained it. It was kind of, it was a good medium, uh, point for, for people that really like video games or people that don't know, really what they're about in modern day era and stuff. So, uh, but yeah, yeah, I was, I thought it was really cool. Um, Jack Black, I, I didn't realize how much I missed that guy. Um, I thought he was so funny. Uh, yeah, it was really good to, to watch him. He's really, movie, right? yeah, he was really good. Uh, I didn't know how it would work. You never really know. Like essentially the idea is like these teenagers, uh, that you kind of get to know their personalities before they get into the game. And then they show up in the game and they're, they're like the rock and the other characters. And, um, so they're, they're playing, it's like those people, those adults, but they're playing as like the teenager's point of view. And Jack Black is a like a vapid teenage girl, basically. And I sometimes mm-hmm. that can that can really just not play well. Like I could just the jokes are like too on the nose. They just don't really work. And and these were, but like they were really well done. I thought they were really punchy. Um, I looked up the writers afterwards, and they'd all been a part of some interesting things. Um, one of them was one we had mentioned recently because uh, he wrote the he wrote Ant Man and the Wasp, and he or at least parts of it. And he did um, like Spider-Man Homecoming and he's doing Spider-Man Far For Home. He does a lot of the jokes, a lot of like properties right now. So I was like, yeah, I got that same kind of sensibility of that adventure and that fun out of him. Mm-hmm. Um, there were, I don't remember if it was him. There, was, there were some that were like part of like J.J. Abrams crew. They were part of Lost and uh, one was like a co-showrunner of Fringe, which is one of my favorite shows of all time. So, um, so I had some, some good people behind it. Um, Jake Kasdan was the director. He directed Orange County. Um, and he's Lawrence Kasdan's kid. Um, Lawrence Kasdan's an amazing director and, and writer. And uh, yeah, so it was it was, it was good. I, I really dug it. Um, it wasn't like, I, I think it was one of those movies like Amanda and I both afterwards were like, this is something we would throw on a lot uh, in the background or like, you know, just for fun. Like, it's just like a fun movie. And uh, yeah. so yeah, it was, uh, it's not like great cinema by any, by any stretch, but mm-hmm. uh, they're, they're filming a, a sequel, a, a third movie in the, in the franchise, I guess now. And uh, they said it's, it might go back to, like, the roots of the game, which sounds kind of interesting because I didn't really know how they would pull that back in together. But mm-hmm. but it was cool. I liked it. So. Oh, wow. Well, good. That's surprising. I was uh, not sure how you would... Uh how you would find that movie if you would enjoy it or not. But uh, but that's that's good to hear. It is like a... It doesn't make you think a lot. 
obviously. No. But um, and I think maybe that's part of the the wide appeal is it's just like the the largest audience possible can consume and enjoy this movie. Yeah, which is fine. Yeah, it, it's it's a popcorn yeah. movie, and that's that's mm-hmm. cool. I kind of went into it with that idea in mind, and uh, yeah, it was it was good. So yeah. Um. So for my next thing, let's see here. What do I want to discuss? Oh, okay. So earlier this year, I think it was in February, uh, the Punisher season two came out on Netflix, and I think we talked about the first season on here, uh, or or I did, uh, yeah. about uh, how much I enjoyed it. I I would put it up there, the the first season of the Punisher with uh, like Daredevil and Jessica Jones as far as like enjoyment goes, mm-hmm. um, and I just thought they fucking killed it with with that first season. Season two came out, super pumped for it. Watched it, did not care for it. Oh, like, damn. A massive drop off in quality, I think. Mm. Um, first of all, first episode starts off with country music in it. <laughs> at that point, I'm like, oh, this is not going to be good. Like, he, Frank Castle goes to a, um, a bar. He's like traveling across the US for whatever reason. Shows up at a, like a honky tonk bar, and there's country music playing in it. And I'm just like, oh, God. Hopefully, yeah. this is the, the low point and it gets better. Spoilers. <laughs> It doesn't. It doesn't get better. <laughs> Somehow he gets like a kid's sidekick in this in this series uh, or in this season, and huh. uh, she's she's annoying. And God, I just wh- why why would they do this? Why yeah. why would you do this to us, Netflix? <laughs> well, I guess it doesn't matter since all of the Marvel Netflix shows are are canceled from this yeah. point forward. So, including Punisher and Jessica Jones. But I think the third season of Jessica Jones comes out next month after Endgame comes out. Oh, okay. I think, maybe. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. Not uh, Wasn't a fan of that. A uh, little bit disappointed on that side of it. That sucks. Did they change showrunners or something? I don't know. I, I was going to look into it, but I, by that point, I was just, like, so, <laughs> so bored. Like, normally when a, a Netflix series comes out, like, even the first season of Iron Fist, which I will admit is boring to most people, um, I still binge-watched all of it. When the season uh, season two of Net, uh, season two of Netflix uh, season two of Punisher came out, I would start watching it, and then I would like go like have to go do something or whatever, and then I would be like, I was doing something right. I couldn't remember what it was, so I would like start watching a movie or whatever, and be like, oh yeah, when this is over, I'll get back to uh, Punisher, I guess. Yeah. So yeah, I, I really like put it off. It took me like a week or so to like hmm. get through it because it was just. It was rough, you know, as my yeah. dog says. Um, didn't didn't uh, didn't enjoy it very much. Yeah, that sucks, man. Um, mm-hmm. I know we both we both been kind of lamenting the uh, the cancellation of all these Marvel shows, but uh, on that note, maybe it's like, well, maybe they needed like that one needed to be or something. I don't know. Right. Maybe they'll <laughs> maybe if they bring them back on Disney Disney Plus or whatever it's called, uh, then yeah. uh, you know they can step up the quality again. But uh, I still have yet to see that first season. Uh, now I'm kind of glad I'll just skip the second one when I get there, but uh, I'm so behind on a lot of those shows, and uh, Punisher I'd heard such good things about from you and, and elsewhere, mm-hmm. so I'm still excited to see yeah. that one, but yeah, it sucks that it would have to such a drop in quality, so. Yeah, yeah. It is what it is, you know? Maybe there was a, a different showrunner, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, so, anything else you want to say about that one, I guess? No, no, you can go ahead and uh, move on to your to your next thing. Cool. Well, I'm going to actually skip my list here a little bit. Um, okay. We, uh, Amanda and I have been watching the series uh, on Netflix. Um, CNN has a series for the decades. So uh, we, we didn't watch them in order, but 
uh, we watched like the 1960s, the 1970s, the, the 80s and 90s, and they released the 2000s. Uh, and we were really excited to watch that one like the 90s because uh, it's kind of our era, the, you know, the one we really grew up in. And especially mm-hmm. the 2000s is the era that we came of age in, uh, really. So, um, and so much has changed in that decade, and it was really kind of fascinating. Um, you know, we heard so much in the, about history and whatever and, and pop culture and culture in general about like the 60s and 70s and stuff, but not having lived through it, it's, it's really different. And uh, man, going through something you really lived through and like remember or don't remember uh, a whole lot because of the way you were, you know, the age you were or whatever was really interesting. Um, and it's interesting right now because uh, the video quality on our Skype session right now is very 2000s-esque. Uh, I can barely hear you. And uh, your video is jumping around a whole lot. So it's, it's very uh, apropos of the, what I'm talking about right now. It's pretty great. It's like early, early web webcam. It's pretty awesome. Uh, <laughs> I'm on dial-up AOL right now. Uh, but uh, anyway, so then... Welcome. <laughs> okay. So seriously, the audio is all like jacked up. You sounded exactly like him right there. That was amazing. Hell it was yeah. Like... <laughs> Hell yeah. But uh, it's cool. They, they, they separate the episodes into specific things. So the first two, two episodes are about TV. And uh, a lot has changed. You know, it's kind of the rise of peak TV that we are in now. And uh, we've expanded on in this last decade, in the 2010s. And, uh, it, you know, it had, like, stuff about the Sopranos and Weeds and um, uh, God, I'm blanking right now on a bunch of other ones. But... Crazy Town. Crazy Town was a big <laughs> part of that, right? Yeah, I would imagine. Uh, Breaking Bad, you know, was like a, a huge thing, whatever. And and um, mm-hmm. it, the the series is produced by Tom Hanks, and he he's interviewed on some segments and stuff. And um, they they're just really well done. The the intros are really cool. The music is really awesome, um, and uh, it is all, all kind of fascinating to watch. But then the series, you know, they do they'll do like pop culture stuff. Like uh, it starts with TV. They do like music is how they end it. Um, but then they do like they have an episode called Yes We Can, and it's about Obama's rise. Uh, against Hillary whenever they were in the primaries and stuff. Uh, but then it was like really sad because it ends with him ribbing on Trump at the uh, White House Correspondents' Dinner, and it's kind of like the impetus for Trump running. And so a lot of the series, we would watch an episode, and we'd have to watch something else because it was so depressing. We forgot how much of that decade and that we grew up in and stuff really fucking sucked because it would go into like, oh, this is the recession and the biggest drop of the Dow at the time and all this stuff and uh, the housing bubble crisis and all these things that we kind of forgot about, um, you know, Katrina, the Iraq war, like all these, all this different stuff that is just really hard to take. And, uh, we're still dealing with the consequences now. So I, I would highly recommend the series. It's very intriguing. Uh, they lay it out pretty well. The, the music episode we thought was kind of lacking. Uh, they went into like the rise of the boy band from the late nineties and how it kind of shifted in the two thousands and Britney Spears and all that kind of stuff too. And then, uh, into, you know, Nickelback was on there. Uh, yeah, different different things, but uh, uh, the the way it was cut, and I, we could have used a lot more info, I guess, in that episode. But it's all it's all very interesting, and I and I recommend the show. It's it's very fascinating. The two thousands is only eight episodes; they're like an hour or forty five minutes a piece, and so we would watch one a night, basically, and watch something else uh, for for like eight days straight, basically. And uh, but it was it was fun. It was kind of depressing. Uh, but it's kind of cool to look back at your, your youth and the things that happened around the world around that time, uh, even if they kind of sucked. So, Look at this photograph. <laughs> there was a part, they were interviewing them, because Nickelback, I, remember, I listened to Nickelback at the time when they were out. I don't remember, like, it was whatever. It was that kind of rock. I don't know. 
and it's become this big thing now where people just fucking hate them. But they had this segment where they were interviewed like at a concert, like before it was starting or whatever. And they were like, yeah, it's like everybody's a part of Nickelback world. Everybody's a part, like everybody can be a part of our world. And it's just like, yeah, you don't know what's coming, man. You don't know what's coming. People are going <laughs> to fucking rip, rip on you guys for years. Yeah. 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 Interesting. Um, I, I'm not a, a Nickelback fan uh, or, or listener necessarily, mm-hmm. but um, I, I do think there are worse bands in the world. Uh, I'm looking at you three doors down. That's right. Oh, Gauntlet Throne. What happened Damn. the the LTAS equation? It's going after my man or my men in three doors down. Damn. Fuck you guys. Oh, wow. Wow. See, I don't have strong feelings about really any of it. My aching kryptonite. That's fucking stupid. It's terrible <laughs> lyrics. Kryptonite, kryptonite doesn't ache. <laughs> you rubes. Get wow. out of here. You have strong feelings about this. I didn't know. I know. Hey, you know what? That's what happens when your drummer is your singer. <laughs> <laughs> Wicked fucking burn, bitch. <laughs> Brent is bringing it today. Damn. Look, unless your name is Dave Grohl, yeah. stay behind the kit, baby. What? Mm-hmm. We went there. Yeah. I went there. Well, you went. Yeah. Again. Hate mail at stephenfisher.com. <laughs> dot com dot org it's a devil uh-huh yeah it's a, yeah both. double mm-hmm. yeah yep um okay so for me or were you done with your your 2000 yes go ahead thing? okay so uh i know we're running longish here but yeah, uh, i do good. want to mention the the dark phoenix trailer i don't know if you saw this before you went to go see captain marvel or if you saw it yeah. independently or not but both. this is the newest x-men movie um and uh it's not directed by uh that one guy uh, no. who won't, uh, I, I don't want to mention his name on the uh, the podcast here, but uh, uh, he's uh, uh, he's gotten into some trouble here recently, uh, multiple times from from what I understand, yeah. dating back to uh, when he directed uh, X-Men Apocalypse, which I uh, didn't really care for all that much. Mm-hmm. Uh, did I buy it on iTunes because it was uh, $7? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I did. I did. Okay. <laughs> It is part of my iTunes library, but it has Nightcrawler in it, and, you know, he's my mm-hmm. jam. So, uh, the Dark Phoenix trailer, different director this time, uh, mostly the same cast from the, the previous uh, reboot movies, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, this one takes place in the 90s, because I guess that's a thing they're going for. Anyway, uh, have you seen this trailer? Did, did you say whether or not you had? Yes, I have. Mm-hmm. Okay, so... Um, I know a lot of people online are freaking out, saying this looks terrible and whatnot, and uh, I somewhat agree, but also I'm just like, fuck it. You know, the Disney oh, yeah. Fox merger's already gone down. Let's get <laughs> fucking nuts, guys. Let's fucking go for it. Like, for real. I want to see some crazy shit that doesn't make sense. Like, I don't, I okay. do not care at this point. This is closing out this franchise, essentially, unless that New Mutants movie comes out, which uh, we're not sure if that's going to or not. But yeah, this is essentially closing out the Fox X-Men movies since the X-Men are part of the MCU now. And uh, it, it, we've, we've got the essentially the Dark Phoenix storyline that we're telling again, thus the, the name of the movie. Mm-hmm. But um, we've got evidently from what the trailer shows and from what the director has said, the, um, the mystique death in this movie is real. Yeah. I don't necessarily know if it happens the way that we see it in the trailer mm. where Jean like sends her flying back and, and that's where she dies. Um, I'm suspecting not. 
but um speaking of mystique uh it looks like her skin is cgi blue instead of like makeup and whatnot and i know uh some people have criticized that but i mean it it only looks different to me i mean it doesn't it doesn't necessarily look bad it just looks different from what we've had previous but i don't know it doesn't doesn't really bother me Mm -hmm. on on that side of it um and of course uh i imagine since this is a fox x-men movie that uh we're gonna have to gather all of the the team members again i don't know for sure or not we see them show up in the like blue and gold costumes and Mm -hmm. uh but who knows It, it might be like the first hour of this movie is like everyone has gone to opposite corners of the world we have to go by and collect them and bring them together to fight magneto but then we're gonna get him on our side what's gonna happen oh we're gonna get depowered and captured <laughs> all right cool. uh and then uh we're gonna we're all gonna have to individually face uh, uh gene gray as the phoenix uh even though we are technically a team and uh yeah. should probably be working together eh, we'll all just go one at a time will professor x die <laughs> i don't i don't know no um what about Magneto? Is he going to be dead? <laughs> okay, like, I wasn't going to say anything, but, like, <laughs> his roommate kills him. <laughs> oh, uh, man. Look, I, I, don't know. I don't know. I, I totally understand why people don't want this movie, don't think it's going to be good, and aren't going to go see it. But you know what? I, I, I may have just bought a ticket to this movie. All right. It looks. I'm ready for it to go off the rails. Go off the rails, and then we'll repair it in the MCU. Yeah. uh, Assuming you know the quality stays high as it has been so far. Um, And uh, yeah, one thing I will not be buying a ticket to is the new Hellboy movie, which looks bad. Yeah. There's a difference to me there. Yeah, Yeah. that sucks. Because Hellboy's awesome, but yeah, and David Harbour's awesome, but I don't know where they're going with that. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So. This trailer, I watched it online, and then it was it played before Captain Marvel, and Amanda was sitting next to me, and uh, already, you know, like, the way that the trajectory of the series has gone, I really liked First Class when it came out. I like, you know, you and I both have mentioned we liked Days of uh, Future Past uh, until we rewatched it, and we're like, oh, no, this is awful. Um, mm-hmm. Apocalypse didn't look good to me. I heard horrible things, so I've never seen it and don't really care to. And then this is the you know continuation of that where I'm just like I almost didn't even watch the trailer but I was like no I'll watch it and then it played for me in front of the movie so I had to uh, but Amanda leaned over after you know like the it was ending and she was like oh are you excited to see that and and I was just like no uh, like I I'm totally out of this I I support you though fully to just be yeah. like fuck it like that sounds great like if you just want to see some crazy shit and you expect it to not be as great as it could be with the X Men and stuff. Like, this is definitely not Logan, right? Uh, right. I'm not even sure if this is going to be X-Men Origins Wolverine. That's where I'm at. So, Steven, uh, <laughs> is this X-Men? The, the title X-Men is not even in the <laughs> title of this movie. Like, can you imagine that? Like, mm. this, this top-selling brand for Fox at the time, like the X-Men movie, like, X-Men has some, like, cachet to it, right? Yeah. Like, there's, there's weight that comes with that title. You know what? leave it out of the the title of the movie it's literally just called dark phoenix and they put like a circle around the x so i was like oh okay so it's a new x files movie like people will get it like people aren't aren't dumb they can see that like x-men characters are in this or whatever they they will understand but just like the balls to be like nah fuck it we're go let's get fucking nuts (laughs) 
we're, we're not even going to put X-Men in the title of this. There's going to be a 13-minute tap dancing sequence. Oh, sweet. We're bringing, we're bringing in Sam Raimi for that. Yeah. Uh, and, He's got uh, those. Yeah, there's, like, they actually... Okay, spoilers. Spoilers. <laughs> they actually defeat the Phoenix by doing street magic. Like, up close oh. street magic. Yeah. They're, they're like, uh, they have the Phoenix in front of him, and then Quicksilver, he has, like, the ball under the cup. Yeah. He moves it so rapidly, Phoenix loses where that ball is. Oh, shit. And just it, it kills itself. What? Snuffs itself out. Damn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's pretty ballsy. Mm-hmm. I mean, and it's fine. Like, you kind of spoiled it, but I think it's okay. Like, you gave it, you know, you gave a warning. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but damn, um, I didn't expect that. I mean, like, that's, I've been waiting for Street Magic to come into the series, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I'm just not sure that I'm ready for it for this movie for myself, you know? And that's fine. Yeah, it's fine. So, Steven, are you ready to have your mind blown? <laughs> that happens in the first 20 minutes what? of the movie. <laughs> The rest of it is just a an hour and 40 minute commercial for T-Mobile. And there is going to be a lot of fucking fuchsia in the the latter half of this movie. Sweet. That it's sounds insane. Sweet. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I'll, I'll also go back, though, and I will say I think that they are making a big mistake not saying that it's X-Men because I think some people are going to walk in there and not realize, oh, this is obviously the X-Men. They're going to be like, where's the Hulk? Where, when's he gonna show up you know <laughs> uh but i will say because um, you mentioned it the uh, the disney fox merger is fully uh done uh as of the other yeah. day um and uh, i didn't read the article but slash film had mentioned um uh, through, through an interview i think with kevin feige that we're not going to necessarily get the x-men as part of the part of the mcu anytime soon and yeah. i'm kind of curious um uh, he re- Feige had re- referenced the MCU up to this point ending with Endgame as the Infinity Saga the other day. Uh, he, that's what he yeah. called it. And they, uh, you know, they can go wherever now. And that, that series, I'm very excited to see the craziness that might come, especially with the uh, mm-hmm. more cosmic aspects of, of that series and where they might go. But, um, I'm, I, you know, obviously I'm sure they're, they're thinking about where the X-Men could fit into that. They're, they're kind of ending an era uh, of the MCU that we've had up to this point with Phase 3. And they can kind of go wherever and do whatever they want now. So now that they were doing those talks and they knew it was kind of going to go through, and now that they have gone through and that that merger is complete, uh, I'm excited to see where that where that goes. But uh, I had said in the past, I'm not sure where the X Men could fit into the MCU. It's already so big. Now that it seems like some of the characters from the MCU are going to be dying off or, or changing hands and, and stuff like that, uh, you know, and that it could be whatever. They could just make up their minds to do whatever they want to do and really kind of embrace that comic book st- structure of doing the craziest fucking shit you could ever imagine putting it on screen. That sounds kind of really rad. So I'm excited yeah. to see where, where they take the characters from here. And, uh, and yeah, I can, I kind of see where you're at. Just uh, a last hoorah, like just fucking throw everything at the wall with dark Phoenix and just let <laughs> right. it, let it ride. <laughs> like what if the, the Phoenix wins and then like at the end, the end of the movie, the, the planet just like bursts apart. Yeah. Like I'd be fine with it. It's just like, Oh yeah, this is the end. Cool. That's what happens. Yeah. Okay. What if, so I don't know and a then, lot of, go ahead. there's still a post-credit scene. <laughs> yeah. Well, so I don't know a lot about the comics, but I know that, uh, there's like different earths, right? There's like earth, like 1313 or whatever. Like they're doing like different dimensions or something, I guess. Isn't that like something that's, in, uh, in the comics? Oh yeah. Yeah. There are multiple dimensions in the comics. Yeah. Uh, the Marvel universe is 616. Okay. Um, so you'll see 
or you'll hear that referenced in the movies on on occasion or whatever. Yeah, but, right on. Uh, yeah, yeah. So maybe at the end, like I, I'm totally on board with this now. Dark Phoenix ends. She blows up the whole fucking planet. There's an after credit sequence, and it's like that was the end of Earth, whatever. And mm-hmm. then here's the X Men in this you know universe next door, this other dimension or whatever. Like that could work. Mm-hmm. I could see that. So yeah, I'm on board. What if what if the post credit scene is the the phoenix uh like the big like fiery phoenix creature uh that has engulfed gene gray is sitting in a um uh like in an office signing a contract and uh then the camera pans over and it's uh mickey mouse sitting behind the desk uh, with a bow tie on it's like welcome aboard (laughs) that would be perfect i actually think they should do that that's pretty ballsy i think they should do that for sure Mm -hmm. set it here first guys yeah and then deadpool just walks by he's like fuck and then he's like leaves <laughs> this is the universe that everybody's been waiting to uh, to combine so it's good yeah yeah it's good times and, and I, I do think it's funny that like when the uh, disney fox merger thing was originally like rumored and announced we did like three like concurrent episodes talking about like the possibilities of that. And then uh-huh. now that once this happened, like we almost forgot to even mention it on this yeah, episode. <laughs> it's not even written down yet. <laughs> it's, it's like been such a long gestating thing that it's just sure. like, yeah, I mean, it'll, it'll, it'll happen. Like, yeah, and there's no rush. Like the one thing I'm already pretty disappointed about on the in game, like review side of things is that people are going to bitch about like, it didn't even set up the fantastic four X-Men. It's like, no, just like, let them finish telling yeah. the story of these three phases, and then they'll they'll get to it later. You know, they'll, yeah. they'll throw in a an FF or X Men reference in like a later movie. They literally like the ink is still wet on these contracts yeah. at this point. And so mm-hmm. are we. Um, yeah, ready, ready for it. <laughs> Ooh, get a <them> mop. <laughs> you know, yeah, I'm, we haven't. That, that's an interesting conversation. Um, I don't want. I think that Endgame would be much better if it did not have an end credit scene. Um, mm-hmm. I would be okay, depending on how things shake out. If you uh, would be TX, yeah. Do it. <laughs> it paused. I, uh, and I couldn't hear you. I uh, corrected you and said it would be TX. Uh, oh. I don't know why I went back to the well on that joke, uh, especially with the delays on this this recording. It worked just um, as great the second time. I decided to do it oh my and god i stand by my actions and uh i will be using that extra one hundred thousand dollars you are sending me for yeah. uh, comedy therapy and uh to repair my reputation <laughs> as someone who is just like barely mediocre at speaking on this podcast oh my god that Thank was you. fantastic though Ooh, i love it um well uh so instead of uh, an end credits thing if, if they uh ended it kind of like uh ant-man of the wasp i think it was uh, that, where they just like ant-man of the wasp will return or whatever like they if they just gave like a, a an end title card uh at the very end of the credits saying whoever will return or the avengers will return or whatever mm-hmm. something simple but uh i don't really want them to set up anything i haven't even thought about that i really want this to just be the culmination of the story and and let whatever comes next come whatever that's weird but yeah um mm. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> really, really got sexual there for a second. Like, the thing that the audience couldn't see was that you uh, licked your lips, like, rapidly uh, uh, after you said you it. Have to see uh, it. Yeah. Which is the weird thing. <laughs> I mean, you know, you do you. But uh, what if at the end of it, instead of um, the Avengers will return or whatever, it 
it's just like a black screen for like a couple of beats and then it says we have the fantastic four next minute now <laughs> it's like custom black and that would be maybe they even like i don't know yeah they could i, I don't know i kind of like now that you mentioned all of it though just nothing nothing at all would be mm-hmm. kind of great just let it be yeah. we'll get where we're going mm-hmm. i'm kind of down for that yeah uh yeah so uh a uh, superhero talk extending that as well um mm-hmm. i had been watching this last week and i finished last night on netflix uh the umbrella academy which is a uh, a new show it's a dark horse comic and they had uh, optioned it into a TV series. It's 10 episodes on Netflix. Um, They're like 45 minutes to an hour long, I think, each. And uh, I I hadn't known about the Umbrella Academy uh, that I remember, at least, before the trailers for this came out. It seemed pretty... uh, I like the style of the show, and it seemed interesting. And then uh, our longtime listener, Sarah, um, and and my brother-in-law, Josh, had watched it and said it was really good. So I gave it a shot, and I was curious what you know about the comic or, or this, if you're excited to see it, that kind of stuff. Yeah, so I remember liking the comics quite a bit. Um, oh, sorry, my uh, my phone was uh, freaking out at me here. Um, the uh, the comic was actually written by Gerard Way of mm-hmm. My Chemical Romance fame. He was the the lead singer for that. That's band. right. Yeah, does that ring bells? Okay, and then it was drawn by either Gabriel Ba or Fabio Moon. Uh, yeah, they ba. are brothers, different names. Uh, okay, so it was Ba. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, he's a massive fan of sheep. Oh God. Uh, and, uh, anyway, so yeah, it's like a, um, like an independent comics version of the X-Men, mm-hmm. I guess. Sure. Yeah. Independent comics is, uh, you can kind of go either way with it with uh, dark horse. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I'm really getting lost in a lot of tangents here, uh, wildly distracted by my, my phone going off, but, um, I was trying to look up information on it and, um, yeah, so I, I remember, loving the the first two series there's a third one that came out and they they come out in like six like five and six issue series mm-hmm. like mini series at a time um and uh i i love the first two i haven't read the third one yet but i mean it okay. i think it's by the same creative team um so yeah i mean did did you like the the series i haven't watched it yet on on netflix yeah, um, so I have a lot to say about it, but I, I knew you hadn't seen it yet, uh, or you hadn't mentioned it, I guess, so I thought you hadn't. And uh, uh, So it's a lot more I, I'm not going to mention, obviously. I don't want to ruin it for you or anybody else, but um, I, I liked it. I didn't love it. Um, it is incredibly inventive in the style, and I love that. The production design, the editing, the uh, they do some like voiceover stuff um, sometimes, and the way they, they present things, whatever, is really interesting. Um, they have a lot of cool camera effects where they do like really like wide angle lenses that kind of distort the picture and stuff. And, uh, and all of that was gorgeous. I love that stuff. And the storyline is um, very intriguing. The characters are very intriguing. Um, it made me immediately go get the comic on Comixology and be like, I need to start reading. I started reading it the second I, I ended. I basically, I ended the show, I read through the Wikipedia page, and I, I got the comic and I was like, I got to start this right now. I was so intrigued by it all. Oh, cool. uh, but my only thing about the show is, and I'm, I'm not sure how the comic will be, but um, the show is very, like, I, I try to watch things and not really guess what's going to happen. And this show doesn't even really try to hide that, pretty much, without giving away spoilers for what they are. Pretty much any time I would think, like, oh, this character's going to, like, going to be good or going to be bad, I was always right on. Like, or like, oh, this event <laughs> will happen. Got it. Yeah. Uh, I guessed, like, parts of the ending within the second episode. 
I was like, oh, this is going to happen. That's, this is going to be the catalyst for whatever events coming next, whatever. Um, it was all like very easy to like figure out. And it was, I think, detrimental to it for me that it was that way. I thought it could have been, it was almost like a little disappointment that it could have been a much better show had they mm-hmm. been better about building the mystery of it. They really just kind of, I, I'm not even sure that they laid it all out. Generally, whenever I find that I do figure things out, it's because I got bored with it, which I didn't because I liked the show a lot in that respect. Or it's just so easy that I was like, oh, well, that's obviously what's going to happen. And then there was just very few times when I was like, oh, that came out of left field. I didn't expect that. Or that thing I was expecting, I was totally wrong. Like, no joke, like literally every single thing I was like, this is going to (laughs) happen. Everything happened. And it just, it kind of like was a little too easy in that way. Um, but when I was telling yeah. Amanda about it, I didn't know if she would like it or not. I'm, not, I'm still not sure if she would, but I was like, I think it's going to end so well that I'm going to be like, oh, it was all worth it. It doesn't matter. And uh, I will say that for the most part, I, I'd agree with that. I, I, the one spoiler that I want to give because it ruined it for me and I don't like when shows do this is it does not give a final ending to the storyline of this season. They really like mm-hmm. end on a huge cliffhanger for the next season. I thought it was going to be a self-contained show, which is why I want to mention it to you and whoever else is listening. Um, It seemed like they were building to a final culmination uh, Mm -hmm. of what was going to happen. And they really left a lot of things open-ended and that's going to be great. I imagine when the second season comes out and I imagine that it's doing well enough and Netflix would put the money into it, that they would bring it back. And so I have no doubt that I'll get the ending of the story, but that's partly why I wanted to read the books and be like, is this anything like the books? I need to know the story now. What's going to fucking happen with this thing? Um, but as a lot of really good actors in it, uh, Ellen Page is in it. She's great. Um, a lot of the other kids in the Umbrella Academy, I don't, I don't know who they are, but they were all great. Um, Mary J. Blige is an assassin in it, uh, which is pretty fun. Uh, and she was actually really good. Um, uh, I'm trying to think. Oh, they have a, uh, they have a, uh, a chimpanzee that's like a, a talking like walking Hell around like, yeah. dresses up his effects are fucking great Brent uh, they I've, I've really seen the commercial for it and I was like wow yeah. that looks awesome it's like uh, it's next level for like a Netflix show especially like I know they have a lot of money but like they could have done it and not been as great and it would have it would have been fine or whatever but and I, don't, mm-hmm. I wouldn't say this is quite the level of um, like the Planet of the Apes movies that are out right now that they're like mm-hmm. fully mo-capped and everything, but and they don't use him a ton. I think they kind of use him sparingly so that he, you know, they can really throw in the money whenever they need it. Uh, but mm-hmm. damn, like they are good. Like he is believable as a real mm-hmm. character in their midst. You know, like it works. So, uh, hi, and, and he's also like he's his whoever does voice acting for him is great. Like it all just works. So I, I love that character. That was great. <sighs> Fucking Netflix, like. We, we don't have enough money to give you to light Iron Fist's hand on fire. <laughs> uh, so, I don't know, just make it glowy. But also, we're diverting all possible funds to chimpanzee CGI yep. for this other superhero show. That's, that's hilarious. Coming. Yeah, like a full right. CGI character. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, he really worked. Uh, it had some really cool concepts. Uh, I'm excited to see where the series goes. Um, I, thinking back on it, I'm very, I have a smile on my face. I'm very happy about it. Uh, it was very inventive and, and cool, and uh, again, the production design alone, I think, is worth it. Um, mm-hmm. It was it was really quite interesting, um, and the visuals and stuff. And uh, not everything was great. Um, some things annoyed me. Uh, another thing with with the kind of like, oh, I kind of guessed like this would happen. Um, sometimes those choices were really annoying. Um, 
they do a lot of things. I, I hate this in movies and TV shows where say like one character is going through something and they just like, maybe something was revealed about their childhood or whatever. And another person nearby them is like, Hey, let's talk about that. And you know, as the audience that they have answers for the first person, the first person will just yell at them and be like, I want to talk to you. Get out of the room. And then the other person's like, okay. And they like constantly do that in this. They create conflict where there shouldn't be conflict. It's like if everybody just sat down and talked, there would be no action in this at all. It would just get resolved. (laughs) And that's to say that like the story in the background is a little too easy because the conflict is all created where it, there should be more, I don't know. There should be more outside of their selves but really it's just them being stubborn constantly and not doing the things that would best progress their agendas or their emotions or whatever, like anything like that. And it got to be yeah. annoying. It, it almost felt like a teenage show, which fine, I'm an adult. I'm watching this comic book show right now. I don't know, but mm-hmm. it could have been, that's where I get kind of like, it could have been a little elevated. It could have been a little bit better. And, uh, but I really liked it still. So, mm-hmm. and I think on rewatch, I'll be like, that's what the show was. And then I'll be like, yeah, this is cool. And we can move on. So, um, I would definitely think that you would like it. Um, I, I've only read a few pages of the comic and I'm loving it so far. I love the art and that as well. It's very, uh, mm-hmm. visionary and stuff. And the production of that is really cool. So, uh, I'm really digging that. And the, the whole idea, the premise of this is cool. Uh, I guess I could say that it's a bunch of kids were born in like, like 47 kids were born in like 1989 to people that weren't pregnant, like women that weren't pregnant before, they just kind of showed up. They all seemingly have powers and an eccentric billionaire adopts seven of them and trains them to be a superhero team, like you said, like the X-Men sort of, uh, in his mansion. And uh, then it's kind of them as adults when they're kind of like messed up from their childhood being this way. So uh, it's a cool concept. You know, I really dug that. I I Mm -hmm. was definitely attracted to that. But, uh, and I would highly recommend it to you and anybody else listening. Uh, Just know that like with those caveats a little bit, you know, the ending doesn't quite end. There's a there's a, some things that are maybe a little too easy to guess, but uh, overall it's a really fun ride. Awesome, yeah, yeah. man. I, I definitely wanted to watch it. I've heard nothing, but well, I wouldn't say nothing but good things. But I've heard a lot of good things about yeah. the show, um, and uh, yeah, I just haven't been able to to catch up on it uh, just because mm-hmm. there's just so much stuff going on in a given week, sure. and uh, just hard to <laughs> to get caught up on all the media. Yeah, I was yeah. just thinking the other day, like if they stop producing media right now like at this exact <laughs> moment and like whatever we had in the world at this point was what we had to watch. I would still have to live 300,000 years to be able to watch like all the, yeah, the it's good crazy that's out there, you know? Yeah. 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 All the stuff that I, I really mean, I, even want to watch or read or whatever, like there's enough. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. And th- th- yeah, there's like so many like rabbit holes for you to go down. Like, yeah. like there are, I haven't seen any of Paw Patrol, you know, and I heard that it is great, you know. I have seen some of it. It is great. With my nephews, yeah, they love that shit. Like the the storylines, like in like season three on, where there is, mm-hmm. they address heroin addiction. Like, oh god, I'm, yeah. I really want to, but like I fi- I figure like I need to go watch seasons one and two mm-hmm. to like really like get the build up. Yeah. To get to season you need, three, you know, you need the build up to get the downfall and why it means something. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Hell yes. Nailed yeah. it. Uh, yeah. Plus, they start just, off second season, they start off with cocaine and it built on that too, anyway. So. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, I heard yeah, something really about need cocaine, but I thought maybe it was like the back end of it, but it's at the be like toward the beginning of the series. Well, yeah. To, yeah. Overall. And I think it really kind of gives you the background that you need to understand the characters of those 
Paw Patrol puppies. Mm-hmm. So I, sure. I imagine if you're in a line of work where you're putting your life on the line, mm-hmm. then you probably need something to like, you know, you're, 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 you're feeding that desire to yeah. live on the edge all the time, you know? So I guess it really informs those decisions. Yep. Yeah, it does. Yeah. It's anyway, hard. Umbrella Academy, uh, 10 episodes <laughs> on Netflix. Just looked it up. And uh, yeah, I will be watching that. It's already on my list, but uh, yeah, cool. I will try to uh, to make it a point to get to that. And I'm definitely curious as to what you think of the, the comic series, uh, especially mm-hmm. that first one, Apocalypse Suite. And um, yeah, uh, like you were saying, it's uh, available on Comixology. It's actually part of Comixology Unlimited. So if you have a membership to that, it comes with it, so you yeah, can yeah, yeah. check it out. And uh, I remember loving it. Uh, I only read yeah, it awesome. once, but uh, hopefully it, it stands up for you to uh, read. <laughs> and, oh, yeah, sounds. so far it's really cool. Um, I'd, yeah. I'd be curious uh, to talk about the show eventually in the comic uh, with you because um, you had the comic background first and into the show, and I didn't know what was going to happen in the show. Uh, mm-hmm. So a lot of those things, too, that I would imagine that you'd be like, oh, this is where the story is going to go, you would – you might know depending on how accurate the show is to the comic. Uh, whereas mm-hmm. I was just guessing them and then it, they kind of came true. So, uh, I'm, I'm hoping that comic will kind of expand on those a little bit and I'll get a little more story out of it. So, so far so good. Yeah. And I really like both of them. Yeah. Awesome. Hell yeah. Right on. All right. Uh, do you have, do you have anything else to address on this I episode? Don't. No. Okay. Well, cool. I guess we can just wrap it up. So if you would, please rate and review us on your favorite podcast app. If you have a show suggestion, you know what? If you just want to contact us, whatever, you know all yeah. the shit. Uh, <laughs> just email us and let's talk about stuff. Like seriously, on our show script, we have a block of text oh, that yeah. we read leading up to dropping all of the, uh, the emails and contact information. Well, I don't know why we go through it every time. I like, know. If at any point you need to contact us, you can reach us uh, via email at let's talk about stuff podcast at gmail.com. Just warm up your typing fingers before you type it. But like yep. you've said before, just type it once and your computer or phone will remember it. That's yep. fine. You're good. good. To go. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Uh, you can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at LTAS pod. And you can follow Stephen on Letterboxd and Twitter at Stephen Fisher 22. And you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Brent Hibbard. And uh, like we said, this is the last episode before our, fingers crossed, uh, contract renewal with Big Podcast. So I'm going mm. to assume we'll have a new episode next week. But uh, we'll see, I guess. Yeah. I don't know why they... They wouldn't, but uh, yeah, so stay tuned for that. Um, in the meantime, is there anything else you have to discuss on this episode, Steve? Uh, no. no. Steven? I was Steven? like, wait, wait, what? <laughs> you never call me Steve. Sorry, your, your, your dad was standing behind you. I, yeah. I figured I <laughs> <laughs> uh, No, I'm good. That, that's about it for me. Awesome. Okay, so until next time. I'm Steven. Steven Tenders. <laughs> I'm Steven Tenders. I'm Brent Hibbert. <laughs> Let's talk later. <laughs> All right. So uh, sorry for being distracted by my uh, my phone there for a second, but it was, in fact, big, uh, big podcast calling us. So I'll uh, oh. go ahead and text him back that uh, we're ready because I know we we're going to have that meeting. But uh, I'll text him back and let us know. Uh, there we go. So we'll uh, we'll give that a minute. Uh, I like doing these pop culture catch up shows mm-hmm. yep. because uh, it's a lot of a lot of stuff that we need to talk about. But we. Uh, get wrapped up in other things, other movies and, yep. uh, long form stuff that, uh, it's hard to do. Plus, uh, talking about these, these comics weekly, which mm-hmm. I know everyone loves. People are like, <laughs> but what do Steven and Brent think about this thing that I don't read? 
Yeah, it's uh, you know we used to do a lot more of those um, kind of like opening it up with the mini topics and stuff. But we kind of replaced that a little bit with the uh, the comic, which kind of fills in the time. So. Uh, which is great. I love reading the comic, and it's fun to discuss it with you. But, um, mm-hmm. but yeah, uh, we kind of throw throw out some of the the mini topics we used to do. So yeah, it's always fun to do these, these pop culture catch ups, and then uh, we just mm-hmm. talk about everything we've been. There's so, so much, like you said, there's so much to consume, but there's so much we do consume, and you can't just like mention it every week because we want to focus on like one topic each time. So it's good. Yeah, yeah. It does. Uh, this current arc of Avengers does make me want to go back and rewatch the Blade movies. Not so oh, much yeah. the third one, but you know, you know, one and two or yeah, whatever. Yeah. Uh, the third one. Did you ever see the third one? Did I, you talk about that? I don't think I've ever finished it. Um, I think I watched parts of it. <laughs> you know, like I love Ryan Reynolds, yeah. uh, Jessica Biel. Yeah. Sure. Uh, I'm down yeah. for that. Uh, but I remember, yeah. I, I think it was like so bad. I just never finished it. I really, I really do not remember. Uh, I couldn't tell you what the story is even about. Um, but I remember Blade and then, uh, Blade, Blade was pretty cool when it came out. And then Blade 2, I thought was pretty awesome. The, uh. Those the vampire mouths in that one. Uh, yeah, they have like that predator jaw. Yes, fucking gruesome. Yeah. And it's it's Del Toro yeah. did that one, which is mm-hmm. crazy to think back on now too. Uh, but yeah, I I've been going through my movies. I'm using this app called Plex on the Apple TV now to organize my movies, and you can make things into collections, and it's all really cool. But uh, I Blade was on there, and I went through that series, uh, and I was like, man, I haven't seen that any of those in so long. Uh, it'd be kind of interesting to do on the podcast, maybe eventually. Yeah. Um, yeah. The uh, at least the those first two, like that third one, is just <laughs> such a bad experience. But we have a uh, a mutual friend uh, who will re- remain nameless for this, but uh, it rhymes with Bray. I guess, uh, and uh, they they would argue that the third movie is superior to the second one, and wow. I I was not having it. I could not, hmm. I, I I could not agree with that point at all. Well, um, that kind of makes me want to watch the third one and then just see. And I, I probably would. I mean, I own it, so I'd, oh, I'd probably but... give it a shot. But I'm not excited yeah. about it. I think the second one will hold up way better. Because that, yeah. that third one didn't hold up the first time I watched it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, the, uh, man. The, it, I don't remember why Del Toro stepped out of the, the third one. I don't, I don't know. Maybe he was working on something else, or maybe yeah. he was never contracted for that third one. But, man, I just remember Blade 2 being, like, a, a high bar for, like, superhero mm-hmm. film. And it was, not only was it a, uh, a quality superhero film... But it had a, a black lead whom they said, you know, up until recently, like wouldn't sell movies. But it was like Blade was a, a huge franchise back then. Mm-hmm. But also it was R-rated as well. Yeah. So it was just like a, a, an R-rated superhero movie led with a, a, a black lead actor. Uh, doesn't doesn't stay on top of paying his taxes. Sure. Sure. Okay, <laughs> there, you know, us and Willie Nelson. Uh, it's, it's just one of those things, you know. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Played, played good times. Yeah, played good times. <laughs> <laughs> Said the caveman. Uh, as he was watching, uh, Could you imagine a caveman movie? watching? If that's the movie, showed him like Blade, they'd be out of their fucking mm-hmm. mind. Oh Tank man! Can music? you imagine if you if you showed them like Ice Age or the Crudes? Yeah. They'd be like, "Hey, okay, this is this is some this is some racist shit." Yeah, I do not appreciate it. He's like, uh, 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 don't watch any of the Geico caveman commercials oh, now because, uh, 
Oh boy, problematic with the caveman community, cave cave people community. Yeah, totally. Sorry, yeah, totally. Yeah. You remember when that was a TV show that decided to take characters so from an insurance commercial and make so a TV weird. show? Yeah. And uh, I think it was Nick Kroll was one of them. Yes. I was going to say, I yeah. I thought you had mentioned this once, but it was uh, the uh, Dax Shepard podcast, uh, Armchair Expert, that Amanda listens to a mm-hmm. lot, and I, I really like it too. He had Nick Kroll on the show, and they talked about that, and I had totally forgotten that was a TV show. But he said that they were in makeup for like four hours or more, uh, to film those things, and I'm like, you guys did that for that fucking show? Like, what? Like, based on a commercial, that's fucking crazy. Uh, yeah. But he said he had a good time. Like, there was a good crew and stuff. So. <laughs> hey, you know what? As long as they got paid from it, you know, I there guess you that's. Go. It is what it is. Yeah. You know, put it on your highlight reel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you <can go> audition. <laughs> Absolutely. Awesome. Okay. Well, hey, uh, they are calling right now. So here, I'm just oh, going to okay. put on speaker. Okay. And. Uh, We'll answer. Hello? Hello, Stephen and Brent. This is Big Podcast. We gotta talk. Outtakes, motherfucker. Um, you know, I don't have a, uh, a sync word planned for this one. Mm. I mean, we're just doing a uh, pop culture catch-up, so... True, true, true. Uh, let's see. Uh, mm. hmm. Mm. I really should think about this throughout the week but i never do you know um i was gonna bring up that uh we have some new listeners that i saw uh from Waterdown, canada so uh water down water down <laughs> okay sounds like a plan so we'll go we'll go with water down cool, yeah oh yeah all right, all right. so w- water down on three one two three Water down. down. Water burger. Oh, okay. I'll go. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a plan to me. Yeah. So good. All right. So, um, we're off to a rip roaring start. We got all of our good conversation, <laughs> all of our fun stuff out of the way, off air. Absolutely. The way to do it. Now we've hit record and now we are frozen. Uh, can you hear me the, the lights yeah okay uh, oh yeah frozen by the lights I thought you meant like mm-hmm. the uh, the video was frozen but mine is not frozen mine is uh, just oh, slowly yeah, no. delayed behind you sometimes your mouth moves real slow after I hear you talk like a normal person so that's just how I talk you gotta not talk <laughs> like that mm. it makes <laughs> mustard. it makes it really easy to follow so yeah yeah this is great so I just <laughs> Hold my hand in front of my mouth the whole time. Yep. Does that help? It's just a, a constant. You have the same image the entire time, but you can't yeah. see what I'm saying. And it's just not as distracting. And it sounds better. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> oh. Oh, okay. <laughs>